This episode of Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Audible, and you listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get started with a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. everybody, welcome to episode 223 of Video Game Apocalypse. I, as usual, am your host, Michael Solid Snake Raparas. Oh, you get to uh, be Solid Snake? Sure, I, I'm calling it first. You guys <laughs> get right. to think of something else. I get to be Naked Dick Chris Antista. That's way better. <laughs> uh, diarrhea Boy Dave Rudden. <laughs> and hey, it's Henry Gilbert saying la le lu le lo to Ooh, all you folks. shit. Uh, and I have to start this episode with an apology... I made another improper joke oh. on the previous episode that I sort of thought was going to be edited, but that's only because I meant it for the room. I mean, you I am quoted as saying, I got a blowjob from a fat girl. Uh -huh. By that, I imply that's a weird thing. I've gotten a ton of blowjobs <laughs> from a lot of fat girls because I don't discriminate like that. I did not mean to body shame. The your important part is like an armor hot dog, like. Fat girls, skinny girls, it doesn't climb on rocks. No, I would. I, I, I'm not kidding. I did not mean the, sh the fat shame. That was the fattest girl ever, and it was in front of my ex girlfriend. And that was the interesting part of the story. I was said too emphatically something that sounded like body shaming. I'm not kidding. I didn't. I did not mean to to make uh, make it offensive. It was a genuine anecdote that did happen. The girl was like 300 pounds. Like it was crazy. Uh, my, my ex girlfriend <laughs> reminds me of it every time I see her. <laughs> well, so I apologize. Yeah, I, I offended okay. anybody. And like Jesus Christ, if you're if you're an asshole, to, you should. No one should ever turn down a blowjob from anybody, ever. <laughs> there. End of statement. Send it out. Send it out. Send it out, Sean oh, wow. Spicer. Get out there and talk about it. Man, I'm not even the special guest on this show anymore. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I forgot. I was so obsessed with the Metal Gear nicknames that uh, it's okay. I forgot to introduce you as special guest. Hey, now Hank Gilbert, special of, uh, recurring uh, guest, Talking mm -hmm. Simpsons, which you can mm -hmm. support at uh, Patreon.com/slash/TalkingSimpsons. That's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. Yes, you guys are almost there to launching a new show uh, with the Simpsons Talking Simpsons format for uh, All every animation. Cartoon. Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm out of here now, guys. I did my part. <laughs> Thanks no, for I, showing up. I shouldn't be here because, mm -hmm. like, I. I not only have played the fewest Metal Gear games, mm. I don't remember a fucking lick about the story and think it's hilariously convoluted. You might be reminded of some I, 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 so Well, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to try and keep some color commentary to a minimum, but I'm also going to try and genuinely understand what you're talking about. Okay. So you can see how how frustrating the story is. <laughs> I mean, it is insane that, like, you asked me for a clip for, for one of these games and I literally thought, like, well, I did spend, like, 40 hours with this game and I'm blanking on a memorable scene even though it's all supposed to be memorable. <laughs> mm -hmm. But that's that's the oh. Metal Gear way, where it's like everything is very bombastic, so, but then you kind of forget yeah, a lot of it. Well, last week, last week I should set this up, was the 30th anniversary oh, yeah. of mm -hmm. the Metal Gear series, and we... In Japan. Totally neglected to observe. Well, I'm just covering my 302010 ass. Oh, where, all right. Uh, well, Metal Gear was on NES, what, 87? No, 88, I think, 88, came out in America. Okay. So, well, look forward to us talking in a year and a half Everything's or so. Everything's gone to hell. No, 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 that 30th anniversary still counts it's the same with like 
oh, it's the year of Luigi because it's 35 year or 30 years. Yeah. Well, that it, well, it's a universal thing. Whenever he first appeared anywhere, is that's like saying, oh, a Spider-Man comic yeah. wasn't published in Japan we until 1970. So. We celebrate Jonathan Lipnicki's birthday, not the anniversary of when we saw him in Jerry Maguire for the first time. <laughs> Maybe then, we should do that instead. That was a that was an awesome, terrible reference. Good. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> wow. yeah, it, so it came out, Metal Gear came out on the uh, MSX console, the Microsoft X console. Yes, yeah. Uh, in July of 87. Came out on the Famicom, December of 87. Came out on the NES June ni- 1988. I was a town's Marty man. I wasn't yeah. having any of that MSX shit. <laughs> so, like, we didn't feel asleep for a good another a year and a half. So. Uh, feel asleep. Man. That, is, that is how I was first shown the game. Because wow. my friend thought it was hilarious that there was a mistake that early in the game. I feel like, you got to see this. Yeah, first first text bubble, mm-hmm. pretty much. Right after the, the initial conversation with Big Boss. And we all feel asleep sometimes. <laughs> it's natural. I will not apologize for this remark. <laughs> and I just remember, like, I, I knew this kid in, like, junior high who was obsessed with it who ended up loaning me his copy. And he was the, the way that I played it for the first time. But I also remember, like, the only other thing I remember about that kid was that he told me that his like little brother would run around naked and like uh, jump down from the tops of stairs so that like his balls were in your face. <laughs> what? <laughs> and Wait. that like he'd jump onto his dad's shoulders like that, but like balls into face first. Like, that's, that's like pinpoint wow. accuracy that's for his horrible. jumps. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Third nice little hamburger mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not the weirdest thing to happen in a Metal Gear Solid game. I guess wow. not. No. There's a lot more shitting. <laughs> if you've seen my fart video, and it stands to reason, uh, 140th of you have not. Uh, but a collection of all farting and shitting, including a lot of Metal Gear, because it's the best shitting and farting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Diarrhea. Well, it's something I've always loved about Kojima, that he exists in the high and low yeah. at both uh, simultaneously in every game that he, mm-hmm. he loves... High-minded game storytelling that was mm-hmm. way ahead of the curve in the in the '90s, and then in the same breath, he's like, "Well, this guy pissed his pants." Yeah. Like, and it's funny. Uh-huh. Huh? Like, you should laugh at him because he was scared. Yes, I still. I, maybe... I'm gonna li- license this David Bowie song, but I'm also gonna make it sure that a, sh- a horse can shit on <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. I'm also gonna license a Playboy cover. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, also gonna license the cover of the David Bowie song oh, instead right, yeah. of the David Bowie song. <laughs> well, they needed a cover because. Ah, spoiler! Come on, <laughs> it's, it's over a year. But it, yeah. I'm gonna make a, a big uh, comment about cybersecurity and uh, the the war in the 2000s. But also, you can masturbate in a locker. Like that's just so <laughs> weird that you can cover all these bases and, at once. But the weird traje- trajectory of the series. I played the first game. Mm-hmm. Not the second, and we were all mad hype for Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear. Yeah. Hmm. How did how did the series get there? Because that none of these seeds are in the original Metal Gear, are they? They in sort terms of story? are. There is a story. It is about. I don't remember a story at all, and, and I, I played the Game Boy Advance one too, and I remember it was like a really kick-ass, like top-down puzzle yeah. adventure game mm-hmm. very well, light on story they, mm-hmm. i mean he indulged quite a lot more on playstation yeah sure. i mean playstation was like just throwing the door open to all these things that developers particularly japanese ones wanted yeah. to do with yeah. storytelling yeah and uh so he yeah he he kind of took the gameplay of the original games mm-hmm. updated it made it a lot smoother and a lot more varied and then uh added all this story yeah. and it it really let him dive into things and he really built up expectations because when he first announced it he came out and said this will be the best game ever made yeah well, I'm just 
trying to go back in time where like I'd played Metal Gear, my friends had played Metal Gear. There was no expectations for a new Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. No one wanted anything from Metal Gear until they started showing it off. Uh-huh. Well, and, and he skipped the entire Super Famicom. Yeah, and yeah, Genesis huge generation. Gap. I, I mean, yeah. at least it felt like a huge gap as a little kid. Like we didn't hate the game, but we no one really well, yeah, loved I the mean, original for game. For us, we went from like seven playing the original yeah. one to mm-hmm. nineteen yeah. when yeah. the second one came. I was able to drive and buy my own and, copy, and then the second one came out only on the NES in the U.S. That's mm-hmm. widely considered the worst version. Mm-hmm. Uh, we never canonical. It's not we, canon. We yeah. never got the better. Uh, yeah, isn't there like MSX one of the characters version? is like Qaddafi Wackadoodle or something? <laughs> yeah, Hyrola Kakamimi. Mine's only slightly dumber than that. Mustache. That, that might be the sequel. <laughs> Snake's Revenge. Snake's yeah. Revenge is not made That's by Kojima. Okay. That, that yeah. is the sequel made without him. Yeah, but uh, it's just weird to remember when that was your only perception of Metal Gear. Yeah. Like you had no expectation from it. You didn't know it was going to reinvent the fucking narrative. And like, just kind of redefine the genre. Yeah, but then, but then, like, we never, we never got Metal Gear Two: Solid yeah. Snake, yeah. which is the real sequel to the original Metal Gear. And if you play it after playing, having played Metal Gear Solid, you'll notice like Metal Gear Solid is basically a remake yeah. of Metal Gear Two. I've heard that. I've heard that. It's just, it's just so bizarre. I, I'm gonna date myself here, but it's sort of like if someone told, if Konami told you, yeah, PlayStation Jackal, <laughs> this. <laughs> Jackal is also a Konami war-based game, oh, yes. which to yeah. me oh, was yeah, indistinguishable yeah. from what was in Metal Gear. Mm. We're going like, to bring back Jackal. It's going to be the best game and ever. And we're going to help redefine the genre <laughs> through a Jackal reboot. It would have been the same fucking thing, and it's just hard to remember a time before Metal Gear being what we're about to talk about. And I, I also remember like being an N64 owner at the time, like, well, you won't get Metal Gear, but you will get Hybrid Heaven. Mm. <laughs> Nobody played that as far as I know. <laughs> It was it was one of many games that were original to us on the NES to then go to PlayStation and mm-hmm. let you know like if you want to play these things that were the classic Nintendo franchises not made by Nintendo you gotta buy a PlayStation. I'm sure there's a good Retronauts on this. It just it's bizarre yeah. to see like how much of this was in Kojima's head when he's playing this semi basic. And- original Metal Gear. And if I were Jeremy Parrish, I'd probably know what the background <laughs> between this strangely evolving catchphrase I'm about to play is. Kept you waiting, huh? 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 I've never been late for a mission. Really? Aren't you always keeping people waiting? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. I mean... It's the catchphrase that the Japanese voice actor always said, and so yeah. um, they had to. Uh, that was the original translation for it, and then they just kept it the same. I thought that was literally because of all the delays. Like every single one of the games yeah. is delayed. So yeah, uh-huh. uh, it's kind of that too. I remember the. It was the amazing thing when they first showed the Ground Zeroes demo in Japanese. The first word Snake says is "kept you waiting, huh?" <laughs> yeah, mm. in Kiefer Sutherland's voice. Yes. Yes. No, Boys. sorry, he's never my my. He is a bad actor. <laughs> David Hayter's a bad actor, but he is my solid snake, and I, I yeah. he is my snake, and I don't want to hear he's, other voices. He's a fun bad actor. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't have a voice pack come out yeah. for the game with just Hayter in it. How many people would Kojima pay... doesn't give a fuck about Hayter. He doesn't want. Yeah, but back. like Konami cares about money, <laughs> and so like four dollars yeah. for a Hayter voice pack for MGS Five. Michael's nodding his head. Mm. That's they, probably they, an instant purchase. They'd never do it. Mm. No way. Yeah. There's not much else they can do with this. It's it's American, to... it, it would involve employing American people to make something. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. Mm. Oh, well, what is the top five? Well, the top five is going through 
the numbered Metal Gear Solid games and ranking them in our favorite Holy order. Holy shit. You dare do this? I dare Man, do this. Man, this is... So it is just numbered ones? We're not doing Acid? Or yeah, no. Wait, I talked to you guys yeah. beforehand and like... I, it came down to a choice between two games, and finally I just decided, you know what, let's just do numbered ones. That makes it easy. Fine. Yeah. Revengeance is in my top five, though. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was uh, between Revengeance and... Number five. This is it, brother. Our final moment. The battle has ended. But we are not yet free. I think you guys can maybe guess what this, this is. is. Nope, shouldn't uh, be here. <laughs> Guns of the Patriots. Yes, Metal yes. Gear Solid Four. Guns of the Patriots. I was I was excited to hear you say this. It being the second to last game, and, and this is pretty easy yeah. to mm-hmm. say. This is the definitive list because I'm not sure we'll get a number no, another number to <laughs> in the series. Well, it's the definitive list as far as this small group of people yeah. is concerned. That's but definitive. Metal, Metal Gear Solid Four. Like I remember, there was huge hype for this game. This was like. The PlayStation 3's defining title. Mm. It's it was the fr- I bought it would my. Make it worth it. I mean, I bought my. Yeah, it was. I bought my PS3 in an MGS bundle the second it was announced at E3 because it was the first bundle ever mm. for the PS3 that oh, with, yeah. not including a downloadable copy of Pain. I remember. <laughs> I think it was originally like. Thought to be a launch title, right? Mm-hmm. Or like of course, they, they, of course. Mm-hmm. it was we one of the first games showed off for PS3, and then yeah. like they kept pushing it back and pushing mm-hmm. it back. And I still remember, like, I, I think one of the trailers actually like, crossed out the yeah. year and put a new year. <laughs> it was 2008 when it was eventually released. I, I think 08. it was 08. Yeah, yeah. Well, because the PS3 was impossible to develop for for just about everybody, and that included Kojima and his team. Also, I, they're also doing the late 2000 things of a Japanese company like well if we're going to make a game we're going to make our own engine and then sell it so other people can use it you're going to make an engine for one game that's what you're doing and, and it's going to take forever but uh, 4 I actually like 4 more than the game it's the direct sequel to is 2 like 2 mm. 2 was ridiculous and then 4 had to make sense of the ridiculousness of 2 and it and, did a very good yeah. job of it well here's here's my issue I think of the two I think 4 has aged actually aged worse yeah, yeah that's, that, was, uh, that was weird to the, hear the visuals that were dazzling in 2008 look uh-huh. very dated now yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and on top of that I think it's it's super super cutscene heavy mm. like I think about I, I, I was a couple that are like an hour look, looking at a thread like how how long does this game take to play through if I skip all the cutscenes and people are saying like uh, about 25 hours with cutscenes about eight hours without cutscenes uh, I mean like I think one of the things they wanted to do with Metal Gear Solid 4 I think per- maybe because of like blowback against like people don't have the patience for stealth games nowadays you can like kind of blow your way through this game like you can be like a solid snake who shoots his way out of these situations mm-hmm. and it, uh, that's not what I play those games for and nah. uh it just they don't the, have, look the, I'm I'm the gamer you're talking about yeah. if I don't have the patience for stealth I don't have the patience for multiple hour cutscenes yeah <laughs> it's I, what I, soured well, me in the series I think also you have to consider here like what was each game sort of designed to promote with Metal Gear Solid 4 it was very much a big visual showcase mm-hmm. uh, showing off like look at all the cool stuff the PS3 can do mm-hmm. with Metal Gear Solid 2 it was more of a gameplay showcase like mm-hmm. look at all the new kinds of gameplay yeah, yeah. that the PS2 allows so it's kind of I, I, I feel like of the two Metal Gear Solid 2 is more immediately playable like yeah. I, I 
do cooler things that I noticed, like, hey, I just, like, uh, accidentally rolled into this locker and I busted the door off and mm-hmm. uh, now I can't hide there anymore. Well, so what I really love about 4 is it's it's storytelling risks and the emotions mm. it evokes and also that it made... It made purely ridiculous characters like Vlad, who yeah, was a yeah. really dumb character in 2. you mean? Yeah, sorry, Vamp. It made Vamp really... I liked Vamp it, a lot. Yeah, I, it did a lot of things that I would have thought the series could never do, which is like, one, make Raiden cool. Yep, totally yeah. did. And two, make the guy who has constant diarrhea one of the biggest badasses. Oh, yeah. Like, that... Diarrhea. That blew my mind that was, when I finally it, got Kojima to Kojima was out to prove that he could make you... He's like, oh, you think you hate these guys? I'm that good. I can make you love them. And awesome. fuck you. Yeah. And, and also, he can make you a little bit disappointed that you play a solid snake this time. Yeah. Snake? Meryl. Is that you? What happened to your face? Uh, accelerated aging. They don't know the cause. I'm a grumpy old man with a mustache. <laughs> That's an old bell. So, look at the emotion engine render this mustache. So there's also that, that Kojima didn't want to make another Solid Snake game. He yeah. was mad. Oh, yeah. Two was about getting rid of Solid Snake and that Raiden is the new star. And so he's mad that people made, the demand made him put Solid Snake back in it. So your punishment is that Solid Snake is old. He sucks. Mm-hmm. He's dying, and he wishes he was dead. And, and I get it. I officially get it. Yeah. Back in, and so, and then everybody's just like, "Boy, you kind of sucked out." Like, if you loved him and Meryl together, Meryl's moved on. Like, she yep. ain't into that. And old. just, he's a bitter old man who, who it was one of. I think Hater probably pissed off Kojima because he said he didn't like that Snake would contemplate suicide like that. He yeah. didn't think that he should go into that dark of a place so that that snake wouldn't that is the character of snake wouldn't do that that is an awesome title screen though like that you're with like when do i get to this point when do i see whether he fucking pulled the trigger or not and like oh yeah that's pretty amazing like they're putting that shit in the trailers before the Mm -hmm. game came out and like oh shit so snake's gonna kill himself i mean i think the i why i would probably put metal gear solid 4 at the bottom of if you're ranking all five games Mm mm-hmm like, the boss battles just aren't... They're rehashes. Yeah. yeah. And, and it doesn't have, like... I mean, 5 also kind of does that, but it has a great open world. And so. then there's the weird, like, oh, now they're posing sexy for you. Take their picture. Yeah. Like, yep. Oh. Yeah, the Beauty and Beast stuff wasn't into that. Somebody got my really letter. <laughs> I did... The Psycho Manus one was pretty funny, though. When he's like, it doesn't rumble? When he reacts to the <laughs> Wait, wait, accent. wait. Oh. I have a clip. What? Where's your data? So yeah, you can't read yeah. your memory card because the PS3 has a hard drive inside, and he can't move. If you use the six-axis, he mm-hmm. can't move your controller because Rumble is a last-gen feature. Yeah, mm-hmm. though it's Phil Harrison. There is also us. an alternate scene if you have the. DualShock, because ah, okay. at that point they had already had it. But it's so purely connected to the PS3, they yeah. can't they can't port it. It mm-hmm. really it really would be hard to do I, now. I think it's one of the only PlayStation exclusive uh, 
Third party yeah. games, yeah. 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 I, I, it's, no, it's Metal weird. Gear games. It's weird that this hasn't been ported to anything else. Like, of all the games that have like, gotten, not like... Not PS4. No, nah, like, PS4 remasters, mm-hmm. this never got it, which I think huh. would be great because I would really love to play a version of this yeah. where you don't have to wait eight minutes for the game to install. Yeah, but you get, see, you get to see him smoking. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, uh, entire world, do you have me to thank for uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 getting trophies? Because I think about, like, two months after I decided, you know, I'm finally going to go into Metal Gear Solid 4 and beat it. Then they added the trophies. <laughs> the, uh... I did, like, the octopus suit, too, or I forget exactly what it was called. But the, oh, uh, yeah, like the, the weird camo suit. Yeah, octo yeah. camo. Yeah, yeah. octo camo that it gave... He wanted to find a new way to do it. The, the saying of the... The slogan of a pre-release was, Nowhere to hide. Because he didn't want it to just be the same old... Hiding behind a box yeah. type yeah. stuff. So. And his uh, dry humping uh, yes. stealth mechanic. Yeah. Like or, or like, you know, in that, that first bit in the game, in like the first cutscene where it shows off Snake mm-hmm. using the Octo Camo, there's like a box sitting out in the middle that says like, no place to hideo, hideo <laughs> so, yes. or hideo. Yeah. Well, because he said he wasn't going to direct it at first. Right. <laughs> and it, it, like a gecko gear, just stomps it and it's yeah, full it, of watermelons. It's, it's yeah. not on PS now either. Nope. Um, nope. Weird. So this is like this is hyper exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Sony Pony. This, but this was when they were saying news stories that like Sony doesn't pay for exclusives, uh-huh. and I am inclined to believe them well, because they're Japanese. Like and... I remember writing an article about like mm-hmm. here's why Metal Gear Solid Four could come to 316. It was like yeah, the the installations correspond perfectly to disc swaps. You yeah. can just do that instead. And, oh, yeah. People were laughing and saying, this will never happen, and they were right. They were I was right. wrong. I knew nothing. Yeah, and there's not there wasn't even like a, a cult Metal Gear Solid 4 colon mm. subsistence mm. Uh, or anything like that. Like, yeah, and stop it, doing that with uh, subsistence, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just weird that this is locked yeah. forever to PS3, just that system. Even yeah. PS Now, like, dude, I'm looking <laughs> in the M's. There are like five M- MX versus ATV games available <laughs> you want on them PS all Now. In there. You gotta have them all. Uh, well, and chronologically, it's the final one in in the series. Yeah. yeah. Timeline Does that tied like without spoiling too much is that well, actually, emphasized by the ending? Rising yes. takes place after 4. Yes. So, yeah. But you hear nothing of Snake. But it's oh, yeah, the, it's unconnected though. I mean the ending of it could no. not be more well, it's it not could, totally unconnected. It has Sunny. Yes. <laughs> but it 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 would be hard to be more finale wise than the ending of 4 was of just like everybody's dead <laughs> except married. for Snake who quit. Yeah. Like and it's just done. And, and- yeah, I will say like I, what I like about four is that it it does tie back into all the other games quite a lot. They have like that uh, I forget what they call it, but it's like you experience memories where you just like oh, yeah. like uh, like that was, a lot. like it was yeah, doing you, that during yeah. the psychomantis. Yeah, thing, you press but... X and it like flashes back to this thing, and you see like old polygon cutscenes. But like they recreate uh, Shadow yeah. Moses in it. You and know, I, I have a clip. Sure. In the room where we first met, huh? Yeah. It's not conjuring up any unpleasant memories, is it? (laughs) I was being attacked by Frank Yeager. Yeah, I remember. If you hadn't shown up when you did, uh, gives me the shivers just thinking about it. Might have pooped my pants as well as (laughs) peeing them. (laughs) Uh, I get a lot of con, and the, and that final like fist fight with Liquid, mm-hmm. uh, like that's a cool. It 
it has the theme songs for like the first three games. Oh, and yeah. they, I forget if they actually go to like the visual style for all three games mm-hmm. too. And the microwave crawl is amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, story-wise, I think this is an amazing game. It's a, it's a fantastic uh, kind of send-off for the series, even though there was a five. Mm-hmm. Um, when, what, what game started Kojima saying this is the last Metal Gear? Two. Two? Yeah. Back at two, <laughs> so he was saying. More than half the series yes. mm-hmm. is the final game. Yeah. But, uh, and yeah, for a while it was true after the first Metal Gear 2. Like, there wasn't a new Metal Gear for mm-hmm. over ten years. Huh. Really? Well, no, okay, I guess, what, 98? You, you mean the uh, MSX, too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Metal Gear Solid. Sorry, yes, right. that's what yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, just just all kinds of cool things in here. Again, like you said, it made Raiden cool. Snake, it's my turn to protect you. By being a cyborg ninja <laughs> badass who you'll actually want to play as. It was also just the top of a head and a spine. That's all he is. But yep, the, yep. that he had to sacrifice all his humanity for that. But it, mm-hmm. it worked, and he's he's some, amazing in those cutscenes. Spoiler alert: somehow had a kid anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're adopted, I believe. I believe. I think, yeah, Dave, well, maybe. Can't remember. I think it's another child of war he adopts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, no, re- really great. If you don't mind the very lengthy cutscenes, it's a lot of fun. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do. They I always do, give I you something to do. Like, you move the thumbstick, you can move the camera. Well, now, well, now I have a phone, so I can oh, yeah. generally what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to the, the radio yeah, play but, of yeah. the dialogue. If you're not paying attention, you will miss those prompts. You press X, and then it flashes back. If you don't press X, you don't get to see it. Mm-hmm. Ew. Yeah. Very important. Anyway, let's move on to... Number four. There's no such thing as miracles or the supernatural. Only cutting-edge technology. Everything in the next game will completely contradict this. <laughs> Magic is real in the world of, yeah. of Metal Gear. It really mm-hmm. is. But uh, well, this is MGS2, right? Yes. Wow. Sons of the Patriots. The Sons of Liberty. Ridic- Liberty. Sorry, Sons of Liberty. The most ridiculous thing ever. Yeah, it was uh, it probably, it is probably still the most divisive yeah. Metal mm-hmm. Gear. In um, some ways, it's like... In terms of gameplay, it's one of my favorites just because it's yeah. like it's the best, most pure stealth. Where it's like it's grids, you can understand where the the, the enemies are going and, and coming, and how to get out of that range. Well, I think of all the games on this list, it feels the most like an evolution of the first yeah. Metal Gear Solid. But they where, add nice little things yeah. like like pulling yourself off of like uh, the side of a platform mm-hmm. to avoid being seen. Or but but I mean, even like even if you're not much of a stealth player, like the like that uh, tanker demo that went out with uh, Zone of the Enders was one of the most popular things yeah. on PS2 at the time for a very good reason. Because, like I said earlier, uh, this was a world that you could you were encouraged to play in. Like, look at all this cool yeah. interactive shit we built into the game. Uh, there's bottles to break, there's lockers to hide in, and then you can mm. boot the doors off the lockers. Yeah. There's uh, all kinds of ways to mess with guards. Yeah. Like, that That was just a lot of fun. Like, find a good place to hide, then jump out and hold them up and, like, point your gun tags. at their dick and they'll, like, start... They do that like, little sexy see- dance yeah, and then yeah, give yeah. you a dog tag. Mm-hmm. That was, like... That was one of my favorite mechanics of this, like of Metal Gear Solid 2. Like, I went through and got everybody's dog tag. It's gotta, wow. be, it's gotta be being a missile. <laughs> I like being a missile, but being I able well to, to it, go inside of a stinger missile and, and become it and steer it. And, the uh, reason I it took me a while to play three and four is because like there wasn't that reason, there wasn't that impetus to like stealthily go up to somebody and hold them up, or mm. like it was basically just three and four. I was like just avoid them, just and w- it was walk to this cutscene. Yeah, <laughs> but I and that's what I love about five is that 
you know, that they brought back a reason to stealthily take out your enemies. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. but like or for a while, lethally, yeah, non lethally mm-hmm. take out your enemies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the I think that was always the case with Metal Gear, like from solid on, like you can always non lethally take, yeah, but out. there wasn't like, why would you want to do it in the first one? There's not really a reason to. Two, they mm-hmm. gave you the dog tags, but then they didn't give you another reason until Peace Walker, where it was like mm-hmm. bringing them into your army. Yeah, to incentivize yeah. pacifist places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just said because I like not killing people when I'm giving them mean, the opportunity. Me. I play games to kill people. Choking people into unconsciousness isn't exactly being a pacifist. I mean, but, and, uh, and then also I was kind of surprised, like re- replaying this, I originally wasn't even going to include it on this list because it's really easy to fall into the trap of like, yeah, this game had Raiden. It sucks. I just remember forgetting about the Raiden thing pretty fast. It, like, it plays like well, a new Metal Gear game. You know, I, w- I was thinking, like, uh, playing it... Like, if, if you play this and you know about Raiden and mm-hmm. you're okay with that, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's mm. a really amazing game. But, it was at the time, even, but I think but a lot did. of people were... <laughs> justifiably upset about yeah. having to play as Raiden. And then it's not just it's a new character who's kind of a pretty boy. Uh, they, I think Quentin Flynn, the voice actor, actually went the extra mile to make him sound as annoying as possible. I've had extensive training, the kind that's indistinguishable from the real thing. Like what? Sneaking mission 60, weapons 80, advanced VR, huh? But realistic in every way. A virtual grunt of the digital age. That's just great. Everything he says sounds like he's <laughs> pouting and being well, that insolent. That scene especially is meant for gruff old gamers to hate yeah. him because he's yep. just like, yeah, I did all this in VR. And, and and Snake's even telling you, like, you suck. Quit acknowledging <laughs> the only Metal Gear sequel so far, the VR <laughs> missions. <laughs> you shouldn't do what I did. Me, Snake. Or we but, don't know he's Snake but it, because that, he's Pliskin. My name is. My name is Pliskin. Iroquois Pliskin. <laughs> Lieutenant Junior Grade. Have I seen you before? Iroquois <laughs> is a word meaning snake, by the way. You, we all know it's him. It's the second you yeah. see him, you're like, why not Snake? And I think. Of course. It's he's su- dressed like he was in Metal Gear. <laughs> it's supposed to be Original. a trick that uh, that you're. I think it's him kind of as nephew of like, oh, here he is right here. Can't play him, though. <laughs> it's uh-huh. that he made the tanker was such a beautiful expression of a snake stage. That you so that when you know that they could have made more of that and chose not to, it is a mean moment. It makes you feel angry in a way. But that, yeah, Raiden is really cool. I and like it's also, him. but it's the demo aspect. Yeah. Remember, you got yeah. that Zone of Enders demo with Snake in it, and the mission ends. You don't. People waited for year, like over a year for the full game to come out. I think so. Like. Yeah. And, and then to tell it like, yeah, you played all the Snake shit yeah. a year ago. <laughs> well, and and then uh, I remember like that demo was like the subject one of my favorite onion articles was like video game character wonders why god keeps punishing him and hmm. it's like uh yeah solid snake is just going through this tanker demo over and over hmm. again like what why am i stuck in this hell why did i just rush three guards with only my fists earlier and die instantly hmm. and then like god who is eight-year-old timmy mitchell <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, but I think that added, that, but that added some anger mm-hmm. to it to the switcheroo. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, a playable, a playable no, every, trailer that lied to you. Was so pissed at the mm-hmm. switch and like that 
uh, game journalists, I think, were... I don't know that they were specifically encouraged not to give it away, but mm-hmm. none of them did. I know I didn't. I mm-hmm. think they were told. I would bet there were embargoes back then. Yeah. Of, like, you can't talk about I mean, this. Imagine, Probably. I don't remember yeah. specifically getting one, but then I, I did just buy the game at retail and oh, well, review it from yeah. that. So. Well, they're not going to give you for that, but like pre-release, I bet. Though, meanwhile, in Japan, they marketed it with riding up front yeah. because they're like, oh, the... Yeah, we'll get people who want a cute boy in there. Yeah, who mm-hmm. want someone who looks more Japanese. Well, wasn't the story that like Kojima and some of the other designers went like were trying to get girls interested, and so mm-hmm. they're like, "Would you play as this guy?" Like, no, he's too old. We want to play as somebody pretty. I want a fifteen-year-old silver fox. <laughs> well, I mean, he is a he is very much of the bishonen uh, uh, oh, yeah. school of design. So all, all he's missing is a <laughs> minuscule top hat, catty corner <laughs> off his head, and but, they even get him naked just man. as his real fan service. Because where the game really picks up, like mm-hmm. I mean the the. I forget what that part is called exactly, but when like the game just starts to go batshit insane, yeah, even Arsenal more so, gear. Arsenal gear. I just can't leave this thing up to you any longer. I'll do the fighting. You can just go home. Actually, I'm in really bad shape financially. I pay money to my ex-wife as part of our divorce settlement, among other bills. I just had no choice but to make you pay for lunch the other day. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> So weird, but then uh, it gets even weirder. Raiden, turn the game console off right now. What did you say? The mission is a failure. Cut the power right now. What's wrong with you? Don't worry. It's a game. It's a game just like usual. You'll ruin your eyes playing so close to the TV. What are you talking about? What <laughs> indeed. I also like uh, the video channel comes up to make you think you turned it off when it's really ah, hit, yes. but it says hideo <laughs> instead of video <laughs> and uh, also him and his girlfriend which everybody hated his complaining rose. girlfriend and rose yeah uh, and jack they, and rose jack a and titanic rose, reference titanic was huge everywhere in america and in japan especially mm-hmm. so it was a shout out to that but the game also did a million tricks in it that were like it did all this stuff that no PS2 game in 2001 could pull off. They found they found so many interesting things to do technologically with it, and tons of like little Easter eggs to find. Like just for example, if you have uh, the the shaving trick, if you have the razor in your uh, inventory when you meet snake or, yeah. or pliskin and you give him that he will shave his beard and look <laughs> like regular snake the next time you see oh, him wow. and it's it's just tons of tiny things like that that were made to be discovered by people a million times over i love that i i i, sw- I, I don't know i don't know what i don't know what to say about the series i played this one i found it awesome and the cutscenes very frustrating yeah. and yeah. i played the first one repeatedly play the demo repeatedly beat it multiple times i found the cutscenes in this excruciating mm. watch it like you haven't even ended the cutscene the character <laughs> you just double crossed double crossed again yes it, it's just yes. one of the, some of the most clumsy storytelling i've ever heard so when i loaded up three and there's a 17 minute conversation about godzilla i ne- i just didn't follow the series again I and get I, that. I, I'm, I get I'm that. bummed by this because I love how much you guys love yeah. it and i wish i could just sit down and re-experience <laughs> it i mean again. i do i do love two's uh the cast of characters like the 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 it's not quite at three's level. It's maybe around one's level of like having intriguing bosses, mm-hmm. like Fat Man, like destru- mm-hmm. it rollerblades with what? He had a bomb on his back. I forget. Yeah, and I like Fortune. Yeah, 
There's a 45-minute cutscene in this game. I had a, I timed it. I remember because I didn't have a phone to look at Facebook. Metal Gear you know, was happening. Solid. If that's frustrating yeah. to you, don't play Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid is the only series where you can save in between parts of a cutscene. Uh, also, I do wonder what 2 would have been like in a world where in September 11th didn't mm. happen. Because oh. it only changed the ending. The ending was... Was that, it the rubble of New York? Uh, yeah, they crash into New York, mm-hmm. into Manhattan with a giant metal gear. And so, yeah, I, do yeah, I mean, the, the ending functionally is the same, but they just changed the background a bit. But, certain things, like, I, I just remember, like, playing it and not really understanding why things were happening in the ending. It's like, I guess I'm fighting this guy now, <laughs> yeah. and... Why was it's, I fighting the, the Metal Gear Rays? Was that real or was that part of a simulation? It's very memorable, but I don't remember how I got there because I found the cutscenes so clumsy, yeah. prolonged, bo- and boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, it soured me to the series. And I, I played a couple... I played Portable Ops that you had a ton of fun with it because I just oh, yeah. love the mechanics yeah. in general. Uh, and then this did get a remake of Substance on the mm-hmm. Xbox as well. Uh-huh, which added the... Uh, Skate pro- demo. <laughs> yeah, Pro Evolution skateboarding. skateboarding, yeah, and also and also snake stages just in VR, not like story stuff. But so it was it was the nicest thing Kojima would do for people who just like I'm a snake. We're snake. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Number three. There are six members of Foxhound involved in this terrorist activity. Psycho Mattis with his powerful psychic abilities. Sniper Wolf. The beautiful and deadly sharpshooter. Decoy Octopus, master of disguise. Vulcan Raven, giant and shaman. And Revolver Ocelot, specialist in interrogation and a formidable gunfighter. And finally, in charge of them, Foxhound squad leader, Liquid Snake. Liquid Snake. (laughs) When Uh you... When you first meet Revolver Ocelot, you do not, you are not led to believe he will be the ultimate Man. villain of the entire series, and yeah. really the second most important character in all of it. And that his arm will become your brother. Yep. And that by the <laughs> fifth game, you'll love hanging out with him, because well, he's so cool. his arm isn't really your brother. He, no. he hypnotizes himself into thinking it. Yeah. To Spoilers again. <laughs> it's for That's a spoiler for four. Come on. I know, it's a nine-year-old game. I, I we, we did spoilers for two once, and somebody said, like, I just bought this at the thrift store. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> but, yes, Metal Gear Solid, I think we already kind of covered how how revolutionary, revolutionary yeah, Metal Gear Solid I should have said that part here. And I have to say, like, for some reason, the way that Campbell says giant and shaman has always hmm. stuck out in my mind. Like, very odd. That's the English pronunciation for yeah. shaman. Like, Americans say shaman, generally. Hmm. And look, they were so much better than every other game with voice acting in it. I didn't care. I think the voice acting is... It's not. It doesn't hold up as great, but it was better than anything, yeah. anything that I'd, had ever come before. Like at, at the time of its release, people were saying like, "This is like a playable movie," yeah. and it really mm-hmm. felt that way because like the the voice acting was tolerable, mm-hmm. and it had this uh, Harry Gregson Williams. I forget his name, but like yeah, Harry his, Gregson Williams. Yeah, yeah, his amazing. Like he had a great score mm-hmm. and like a lot of cinematic cut scenes. Came up with a theme song. Those twin snakes went way too far with those. Open ended. Just being being a young lad, and like you had another friend who bought this game. You call, where are you right (laughs) now? The game. Like, have you seen this yet? Mm -hmm. Like, just all these oh shit moments. And that didn't really happen at that point. There wasn't there wasn't a lot you could spoil in a game. 
Because yeah. even in like Resident Evil, you know exactly where this is going. <laughs> yeah, this I guess is... you could tell somebody like, "Hey, there's a giant snake. That's so cool." They're like, "You spoil that for yeah, me." Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah, there's like, but the ending is telegraphed. It's it tells oh, it, it plays by game logic. Whereas this had like, dude, where are you right now? Have you met Psycho Menace? Who? Call me back in forty minutes. <laughs> uh, like that. That was what I remember this experience being. Like. And play some Suikoden first. <laughs> I can see into your mind. You like Suikoden? Of course. So, you like Azure Dreams? You like Castlevania, don't you? <laughs> you enjoy role-playing games. I see that you enjoy Konami games. And the company of men. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you play Poi Poi! Apparently, like, if, if like uh, Pro Evolution Soccer, like, for PlayStation, he'll comment on that, too. Yeah, it sucks. I bet, I, just because some, I bet they weren't allowed to, like, say other games, but I'm sure they probably wanted no, it was, to. it was all Konami games. No, I know, but wouldn't yeah. that have been great to be, like, some, like, a PlayStation game everybody had played? They said, you've been playing Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, what is a bandicoot? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that probably like you played uh, Bubsy 3D. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, a, a you should be riding the Mountain Dew Jet Moto. <laughs> Skittish Japanese lawyers would probably tell yeah, them yeah, not yeah. to do that. Yeah. So sure, I, but but like that was that was so. Please don't overshadow how fucking cool that was. Yeah. A wonderfully unexpected yeah. moment. Or how memorable this weird love story that you aren't a part of was. Mm-hmm. Have you ever loved someone? That's what you came to ask? No, I mean, I I was wondering if even soldiers fall in love. What are you trying to say? I want to ask you. Do you think love can bloom even on a battlefield? Battlefield. Wow. Uh, Q, Q, 20 years of Otacon Only crying over dead women. Love it. Well, love and it. That's way more normal compared to... Uh, what is it? His sister in the next one game? Or, oh, yeah. His, or his mom. His no, it's his sister. mom... His mom is the one who had, who had sex with him. He was but molested, he was, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he was but protective like, of his Emma sister. Emma is like a stepsister, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. But Meanwhile, that's all the Pornhub uh, side. Or some now. mitigating thing. Half-sister, I don't remember. It's much more normal to fall in love with a Russian sniper yeah. who, who yeah. murders people. like. But she's Who wears uh, her jumpsuit half-unzipped at all times. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Now, I, so, yeah, the, the whole story of Metal Gear Solid is just... It's such a great action film set up to then mm-hmm. get crazier but still <laughs> yeah. has all the 80s action film shit you love yeah. Yeah. shit let's lighten the mood right now I can't believe I'm being hit on by the famous solid snake yeah. but uh, I'm surprised you're very frank for a trained killer looks like we both have a lot to learn about each other mm. yeah yeah I I uh, yeah, I like Konami games just being able to call up people on the codec anytime you want like <laughs> oh I can have I can hear voice acting yeah. right now. I can just hear it and yeah. get explanations that yeah. are context sensitive to where bad. I'm at. Yeah, yeah. I remember just loving. I that, was, that was one of my the things I hated the most about Twin Snakes. It's like, wait, Mei Ling just sounds like normal now. Yeah, they got it's rid of her like, accent. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, I, uh, but the yeah Twin Snakes. Just to talk about that briefly, that was the GameCube remake that. At the very least, indulged in a lot of stuff of like, well, here's Nintendo references yeah. we couldn't put on the PlayStation. Yeah, but yeah. and also like Ryuhei Kitamura directed cutscenes where Snake does like crazy things, like jump off a missile. Very Matrix inspired. Yeah, yeah, a bit much. But they they 
I much preferred the relaxation of this one. It also added the first-person view from Metal Gear 2. Which, yeah, ruins, which made a lot easier. Fights. It yeah. ruins the uh, first ba- uh, boss battle you have against Revolver, Revolver Ocelot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what's really fun, though? If uh, during the fight with Revolver Ocelot, you run right into the uh, wa- explosive uh, tripwires, and then you blow everything up, and like the game over message is just him going... You idiot! <laughs> We're both That's dead. Right. I love that. <laughs> now the yes the 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 tanker. Uh, sorry, the Shadow Moses mission becoming more complicated as it goes is great too. That he thinks it's just to rescue one guy, and then it gets worse and worse and worse every mm-hmm. moment. And finding Meryl, like being able little things like. Well, how are you going to find the, the woman who's undercover here? I'll stare at her hips moving, uh-huh. which uh, is what hmm. not what the guys do here. And then I'll catch her in the bathroom, so she's only <laughs> half-changed. Yeah, it's a little creepy. But, I mean, <laughs> Kojima is a creepy guy, honestly. Like, it's kind of his thing. But uh, and, He yeah. comes from a creepy culture. <laughs> um, no. I won't judge a culture here, but the... But the the, and the action always is great. Like the the sneaking shit is awesome. Shooting at stuff is awesome. This shit like, was incredible. If you try, I, I wish I had a, like a, a good window of what would have come out around this period, because the only game that looked like it was fucking loaded, <laughs> which is not the same thing in e- even no. slightly. Like uh-huh. there had been nothing like this before, ever, ever, ever. And you could also get pissed on by dogs to avoid <laughs> other dogs. Like yep. It, there were so many like just awesome one button weird dedicated to knock on shit. Yeah. Yes, like, it, yeah. like it, and it, it really is like weird because like the first time I played through this, like I remembered like Meryl is like such a great character. I want to protect her. Like she's such a huge part of this story, and then played through it again like a few years later, and it's like, well, wait a second. You know Meryl for about like five minutes. She gets shot, and then she's whisked away until the very end. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, I, I kind of remembered there being more to this Daryl. than there was. Daryl. And I also think Cam Clark is very underrated as Liquid Snake. Yeah. You kind of miss him in other oh, yeah. games. And he... Oh, do we have a clip? We have a clip. I got all of the recessive genes. You took everything from me before I was even born. All of my genes shrink <laughs> in the wash. <laughs> this, though, I sound like a male version of Eleanor from The Critic. <laughs> Obviously, though, he misunderstood that he is the opposite version. Like, he is the, yeah. uh, he's well, he the thinks, dominant. Well, he person. thinks he's the Danny DeVito to Solid Snake's Arnold Schwarzenegger when he's, like, this big blonde Adonis. Mm-hmm. Like, of course you're the, the superior one. Mm-hmm. Because being blonde and white is the superior thing to be. Well, he's also so huge cool. and muscular and yes. wears no shirt most of the time. Yeah. I, so. I did like the whole... Again, like, these things were surprising back then, the whole Master Miller twist, where it's like oh, one yeah. guy giving you advice the whole game. Oh, it's actually your biggest enemy. And he'd been, and so then Master Miller has been fucking murdered off screen, which yeah. when you know how important yeah. he is in 5, you're yeah. like, what an ignoble yeah. end for this game. And, and Peace Walker, and apparently Metal Gear 2, which mm-hmm. I don't remember him from that, but I guess he was part of Master, it. Master, I think what he has a super Japanese name, they would <laughs> be like, Kazuhiro yeah. Miller. Yes. Kazuhiro Miller. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, big the, fan of hamburgers, as we talked about <laughs> yes. in the previous episode. But, but Cam Clark's reveal and transformation from Master Miller into uh, Liquid Snake, and then he's been listening to you the entire time, is great. It's a great little twist. And the big fight delivers on, like, two shirtless dudes fighting each other on a burning pile of rubble. Oh, yeah. And that you're punished for whether, like... 
revolver tortures you and says if you die like you if you didn't save very recently so you're gonna have to start back over if you give up then Meryl's dead though and mm-hmm. so and yeah that, that's the thing where you have you have to hammer on that button and it gets really tedious although it's not difficult to pass the torture mini game mm-hmm. it's just like it makes you do it a lot so like if if you throw in the towel and decide like well Meryl's life is forfeit it's because you got bored yeah <laughs> And uh, also, I love the ending of the the chase and the the very eighties action moment of saying "Fox die" as Liquid gets killed by by the contingency plan put in. Though it is a bonkers. It was the first of the truly bonkers revelations of like, no, these aren't just two guys that hate each other. They're clones of this other guy who you never met before. Yeah. Uh, you don't even dude. know who he is because he wasn't even really the boss in the NES version of the yes. game. <laughs> and you just have to hear about, like, no, we're clones of that guy. Mm. Oh, cool. And and that's also, like, can we talk for a second Leon about Fonterib. how silly it is yeah. that, like, Big Boss is totally the name of a, like, an overseer chief character in an 80s game. <laughs> yes. It was badly translated from Japan. For that to be, like... Not only an enduring character, but somebody like, oh, that holds such meaning, Big Boss. Yep. Like, that's so silly. He made it, uh, that's what he wanted to do, though. He wanted to make silly things matter in it. And yeah. the only reason this isn't number one is just because gameplay wise, they weren't as good. Yeah. Like, they figured out a lot more stuff with the remaining games on this list that they didn't know in the first oh, game. Oh, yeah. And but so that's it. I mean, it's dated in that way, but I fucking love Solid. And I love the ending reveal that Solid Snake's name is David. Ah, Which at that point, the only other David I knew in video games was the lead character in Maniac Mansion, who's (laughs) fucking worthless. You send him into the dungeon, and he pushes the brick to let other people out. That's the only talent he he has. He's like the main character. Yeah, but he has nothing. He can't do anything that the other characters can't do. He can't type a manuscript. He can't can't fix the phones. Dave, as a fellow lame white name person mm-hmm. yeah not a lot of people have our names in games well, it, it took it's a not while a special name yeah. like well i i love the scene that reveals it too where it's only in the bad ending yeah. where meryl's dead and you're leaving with otacon but just saying like he finds out otacon's real name is hal yeah. and in a 2001 reference are like david and hal what a pair huh <laughs> <laughs> For, like just four of my best friends were named chris it took resident evil to get a game character named chris. <laughs> and, and i love also that like it was left ambiguous whether meryl survived or not for a while for a long yeah. time mm-hmm. uh and but i think kojima had said initially like somebody had asked him like is there a canon ending it's like yes there is a canon ending i'm not telling you uh-huh. what it is but then metal gear solid 2 oh. uh answered it indirectly by uh, there's a bit where Snake like taps his headband and just says infinite ammo. Mm-hmm. It's like you get the infinite ammo headband if you finish the game and Meryl survives. Yep. Mm. For, for the replay. Yeah. And it, and if you don't, uh, I think you get if she camo doesn't survive flash. it, you, you get yeah the yeah. optic camo. Oh, and lastly the first game set up what would always happen, which is 
post-credit stinger yeah. that changes everything. <laughs> that you, Mr. President. Yes, Mr. President. That the blah, 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 that, blah, blah, blah. that Ocelot had been working against the foxhound the entire time. He was and he was working for the third clone of Big Boss, who was the president. <laughs> Solidus Snake. Yes, Mr. President. AKA George Sears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Number two. People's values change over time, and so do the leaders of a country. So there's no such thing as an enemy in absolute terms. The enemies we fight are only enemies in relative terms, constantly changing with the times. As long as we have loyalty to the end, there's no point in believing in anything, even in those we love. And that's the way a soldier's supposed to think. The only thing we can believe in with absolute certainty is the mission, Jack. All right, but do me a favor. What is it? Call me Snake. Oh, call me Naked Snake. So, yeah, this is the... I'm naked. The <laughs> amazing origin story ah, of yes. the entire thing and the origin of Big Boss and just it's... It's a great hero's journey. And it... After the ridiculousness of 2... They yep. needed to really simplify things. In for Metal Gear Solid 3. Have we been saying the titles? <laughs> I mean, people know. Yeah. But Metal Gear Solid 3, yeah. The Snake Eater. In, in- 4 is 5, 2 is 4, <laughs> 1 is 3, and. Right? Hmm? And, 2 is 3. Yeah, right. I, I mean, in, with, in consideration of two of the hallmarks of Metal Gear Solid, I think this is the best game. I think it has the best bosses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it has the best story. Mm hmm. Uh, like the in between parts are not super great. I don't like the sneaking around, like the camouflage system where you have to go into menus and change your costume to better. Yeah, that does get a little tedious. I pre- that's one thing bones. I appreciated yeah. in Metal Gear Solid Four that it handled that for you. You just had to like hold still for a few seconds yeah. and your mm-hmm. suit would adjust. Yeah, the camouflage system was a cool idea yes. but it took way too long and, and too buried in menus same with the health system a cool idea yep. but buried too deep in menus yep, that you had to just navigate through these menus to set your broken bones yeah. or do mm-hmm. self-surgery and or... like the sonar is okay i wasn't yeah. hurt but i didn't mind that i like i it took me a while to actually completely play through this because it is very slow going like until you start mm-hmm. meeting the bosses the game is kind of a bit of a drag but once you once you start meeting the bosses in this game, like they're all amazing and they're all mm-hmm. super fun and, like and very guy? inventive. I have to thank you for waking me. If you hadn't shown up, my sleep would have been eternal. <laughs> All right, now quick, uh, save the game and don't play for two more weeks. (laughs) Well, that was his... That was one of those things they put in the game of realizing, like, this guy's really tough, (laughs) the end. Mm -hmm. And so... You, if you do just want to avoid it and he'll die of old age, that's your choice. They won't punish you. They'll let you get away with that. You can also just, like, snipe him from his wheelchair, like, an hour or two into the game. Yep. Oh, can you? Yeah. And yeah, then, you yeah. Have your sniper, you've got the sniper rifle out and watching him go in his wheelchair. If you shoot him, he's dead. Like, he doesn't yeah. come back. Wow. But It's would, tons of shit like that. Yeah. I love that about Kojima. Nobody needs to do that. But. You would then miss out on, like, the, the best boss battle in all of yeah. video games. Like... Playing through that, spending 
a good hour because I'm using uh, this the tranquilizer, so mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit slower. And but like tranquilizes parrot, and then uh, take it so you can eat it. <laughs> but like, yeah, just the you have to use so many tools at your disposal, like the sonar, the like the hearing aid thing, whatever that is, and it's across like three very big sections of the map. So mm-hmm. like, you slowly crawl up to them, and then slowly attack them, and it takes a while if you're doing it uh, tranquilizer style. But yeah, I, the 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 end is like one of my favorite just moments in gaming. Like spending an entire basically an entire night just like chasing this guy slowly across the map. This old old man yeah. and his parrot. Mm-hmm. I it it's a great opening too of you being betrayed by boss and then being shot like have your arm broken and shot off a bridge and then you get to meet all of the the bosses you're gonna face like it's a great like western kind of intro i i love it and like should we kill him no let's just kick him off a bridge (laughs) Uh well as you would later find out boss was protecting you yeah because she is deep 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 undercover because she loves her country that much Mm mm-hmm and, and meanwhile, LBJ Again, this is spoiler is, territory. Uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson has sent you on this important mission. You got to do it, and she's got to die, man. Virtuous mission. <laughs> but there's there's also a great little joke about GTA, and somebody's like, "Is this Grand Theft Auto?" When it guy's stealing his when he's stealing his motorcycle, and uh, then huh. and then uh, Snake replies like, "No, this is a sneaking mission." <laughs> now this this game also. Uh, Unveiled the origins of, again, one of the most important characters in the series. Testing a technique you've only heard about in the middle of battle wasn't very smart. You were asking to have your gun jam on you. Besides, I don't think you're cut out for an automatic in the first place. You tend to twist your elbow to absorb the recoil. (laughs) That's more of a revolver technique. Well, his, I mean, his revolver dance in this like is uh-huh. amazing he's spinning yeah. around yeah. shit and that so finger cool. point uh-huh. <laughs> well and and it is weird like i've i've heard people say like oh my god ocelot's like the biggest sad fanboy in mm. this and it is kind of funny like if you watch these cutscenes in sequence everyone have his appearances it's like oh uh, i I'm, i act all big and arrogant and, like i'm all about trying to beat you but uh at the same time like everything boss says ocelot then does like <laughs> Uh, you you, th- you thought I should use a revolver? Okay, I'll use a revolver. <laughs> uh, the, the, the engraving on that doesn't give you a tactical advantage. Was, uh, okay, I'll, I'll use an unengraved revolver now. Uh, <laughs> I'll do everything you say, boss. <laughs> well, it's it's a nice uh, reversal of the situation that you'll see in five of him then being the teacher to yeah. to Snake. You know, and he's yeah. In this one, he's very much the Tsundere character. He's like mm. uh, that revolver would suit you better. And he's like Baka. Uh, and also going from the sterile indoor rooms of pretty much every previous Metal Gear game to the outdoors Outdoors, uneven ground and wild animals yeah beautiful jungle that you don't know where where things are going to lead you Mm mm-hmm uh, it's beautiful, it's and then so they can cool. pull that off on a PS2, yeah. of all things. Yeah, and... yeah. And, and still keep up the series' trademark humor. What's your kid's name? Johnny. Johnny. Nice ring to it. Actually, my name is Johnny, too. Mm. All the firstborn sons in my family are called Johnny. My dad's a Johnny, and my son's son will probably be a Johnny, too. The whole clan of Johnnies. And you'll all shit your brains out <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Uh, 
also the great parody of the opening where you can you can have on a riding mask and then he'll take it off and oh, yeah. look like riding will start and but then they introduce what would seem to be an ancestor of Raiden, who is super yeah, Rykov. gay. Rykov, who's gay. Who gets his balls grabbed. Or mm-hmm. no, wait, Snake gets his balls grabbed while wearing the Rykov mask. Yes, which is... Uh, and, and, yeah, the, the uh, Volgan, right? The, yeah. The Volgan fight is amazing. That tank chase, I fucking love that chase. It's yeah. so cool. And that he... Again, that guy's yeah. magic. Like, he commands lightning. <laughs> and the end game has like 18 twists in a row on it. it oh boy, does it ever. Uh, with one of the biggest being, of course, this. I raised you. I loved you. I've given you weapons, taught you techniques, endowed you with knowledge. There is nothing more for me to give you. All that's left for you to take is my life by your own hand. One must die, and one must live. No victory, no defeat. The survivor will carry on the fight. It is our destiny. The one who survives will inherit the title of boss. And the one who inherits the title of boss will face an existence of endless battle. And become big boss. (laughs) It's... God, his... (laughs) Now his let us salute. fight in this cherry blossom field. Uh-huh. His salute at the end is beautiful. Uh, like mm-hmm. it's a, it's one of my favorite moments in games. It's it's so great. Yeah. yeah. And also the sorrow kind of boss battle, mm-hmm. which is just like kind of accounting for how you played the game, which they it knows didn't who really you do killed. Before. Like yeah. it was keeping track of that oh, yeah. just for that moment. It, it is possible to fly through there with like, or to to just go through there. Uh, meeting almost nobody. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I did because I'm but, a good boy. But not only that, but I noticed like the first time I'd killed a bunch of people, and it reflected the way that they'd been killed. Like guys oh, wow. that I had like flamethrower dudes that I'd blown up by like shooting the tanks on their back, and they burned to death. Like they were on fire wow. in the sorrow uh, river river scene. That was amazing. <sighs> but uh, and. The completely kind of inconsequential, but the climbing up the ladder while the theme plays during that one scene is yeah. also really, oh, yeah. really neat. And yes, the Snake Eater theme, I love that. One of my favorite memories of Japan was my first trip there for TGS. We go to uh, karaoke night, and they had Snake Eater on the karaoke, and we just screamed, sang it. And it's not been on any karaoke place I've ever been to since. It huh. is very sad. That is very sad. Sometimes you dine on a tree frog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One day he'll dine <laughs> on a tree frog. Ah, oh, so weird. And we'll find new life. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's everywhere in the fucking jungle. Come on. <laughs> uh, anyway, but this is not our number one. Our number one is... Number one. Unbelievable. This is you as you've lived until this day. Tomorrow, it becomes a phantom. Ballsy pick for number one. Yeah, it's like well, this was your Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is the best one because it's the newest. It's not worse. This is (laughs) the worst. This is a huge playground. The story is flawed, but the gameplay is so amazing. Like I, I I poured more than a hundred hours into this game. Mm -hmm. Uh, it is one of my favorite games of the last 10 years. 
Um, it's kind of impossible to go back to classic Metal Gear yeah. after this open it, world It is iteration. a perfect mix of open world stealth and like just complete balls out 80s nostalgia. Yeah. Like I, I fucking love like crawling around listening to the final countdown <laughs> while I put Soviet soldiers to sleep in Afghanistan uh, on the back of a... R- riding around on... Um, what's the... You get that little miniature Metal Gear, Walker Gear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. riding around on that thing. Uh, <laughs> making friends with this guy. He's still a pup, so he doesn't listen. I have a feeling someday he'll be useful. I suspect you discovered a real diamond in the rough. The little polish. I say we got a true diamond dog on our hands. <laughs> Diamond Dog little, little D-Dog. Uh, D-Dog is one of the best things about this game, oh, yeah. honestly. A dog that will tell you where all your enemies are. It's the uh-huh. best. A, a dog who can be outfitted with its own <laughs> sneaking suit and trained to use a knife. Dude, you can trip yeah. up an army with shit. Holy yes. shit. <laughs> yes. In the fart you video, you horse. fucking assholes. You can what? send a giant fist out to punch people, <laughs> which is actually a great tactic. You can get a half-naked sniper to just run ahead of you and uh, tranquilize all your enemies before you even get there, which then lets you harvest them with your Fulton balloon the Fulton system and recruit is so everybody. Great. Uh, yeah. and that's a wonderful... I, and, and all credit to Peace Walker for pioneering it. Peace yes. Walker, mm-hmm. I thought, was a little repetitive compared to MGS5. But Peace Walker, you had to like, actually carry them all the way back to the... I no, just, that's Portable Ops. Yeah. Peace Walker introduced Pops. the Fultons. But that Fulton in, in 5, the way it's animated of just the little hang of the Fulton and then <laughs> up. Mm-hmm. And then you can do it with all these animals, with yeah. pretty much everything. <laughs> and, <laughs> and also the electronic uh, cigar to pass time. Oh, yeah. And his, his what was it, Nikon watch? Like, it was, it was a brand yeah. of watch mm-hmm. to watch time That, that game was so weirdly brand conscious. Like, every time yeah. it would introduce a new character, it would display the brand of their yeah. sunglasses next <laughs> to them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the story told... Ground Zero should not have been a game you paid for. That's for damn sure. But mm. especially forty bucks. As of yeah, fuck yeah. that. But mm. it was it was forty bucks for like two weeks mm-hmm. until they realized that wasn't going to work. But Ground Zeroes as a prelude was fantastic of what you were going yeah. to get. Yeah. It, it was. Like they, a, I think they were trying to do a tanker demo yeah. thing again, but they mm. just didn't have a game package. Or That's the, that. Sorry, I meant to point that out. Yes, Konami did not have another game coming out. They could put it in. Nope. <laughs> oh. so, yep, not one other game to put it with. But the but the playground of just that area was amazing, and then you got to hear like this is a. This map is a fraction of a fraction of one of the maps in, in yeah. five. So I'm it's not, true. but I'm not wrong when I say that I find t- what turned me off of the series was the prolonged cutscenes mm. and mm-hmm. overly long, clumsy story. That's gone. Yeah, essentially, largely. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's discoverable mm-hmm. on your own. This takes a cue from uh, Revengeance mm-hmm. in that when you, as you complete missions and side objectives you will unlock a bunch of tapes mm-hmm. that kind of fill in for the the very long yeah. expository codec conversations in earlier so, games. So, but this to you, did, the omission of long cutscenes mm-hmm. and, and fucking plot devices, you don't consider a sacrilege no. to the series. I mean, you there's don't enough miss story. They're, yeah, I mean, like, there's still, a there's still to tell a tons story. of cutscenes. They just don't outstay yeah. their welcome. Mm-hmm. And they come across every few hours. I just, I just where wanted it's to hear like, from you guys. I've, I've done a few missions, and I've unlocked this weird arbitrary thing that unlocks the next part of the story. Mm-hmm. Boom, here's a 
couple cutscenes. I find the, ser- yeah. the series cutscenes overly yeah. and indulgent no, and I, not not game and player friendly. It it cuts down on cutscenes and I think it tries to relay more story through gameplay. Mm-hmm. So you get amazing uh, sequences like this, which is a spoiler, but I'm I'm not going to say what the context for it is. Hey, let's let the boss decide. We live and die by your order, boss. Oh, yeah. Whoa, yeah. what a hard sequence, man. And, oh, it really is. Yeah. And it leads to this cutscene, which made it into all the trailers and made them super fucking grim. It's... I won't scatter your sorrow to the heartless sea. You're all diamonds. And we're gonna compress your ashes into diamonds and wear you into hmm. battle. <laughs> the him, just the the vision of him hmm. shoving that shit all over his face and yeah. just like, wow, <laughs> this is this is heavy, Doc. Like, I, I yeah. love it. It's an amazing visual. And the only negative on this game is that. I mean, there's not really an ending, right? Mm. Like, I mean, there there is in that, like, there's that big twist at the end, yeah. mm. and then uh, I mean, the the tape that shows up in that last cutscene kind of brings everything yeah. around full circle. But I w- I was really kind of hoping for like, what if the last mission is that you're playing as Solid Snake and you're exploring the outer heaven that you've yeah. built with this tanker. I really wish your, that had been it. Your Kojima browsing Craigslist. Kojima <laughs> is a character you can recruit yeah. in this game. But it would have been a perfect ending for the game. It would have been a perfect ending for Metal Gear if you then if it just comes back around to playing through this plot <laughs> of the original Metal Gear on MSX. Yeah. They but they didn't do it. I kind of was and it also would have been amazing if like and that's David Hayter playing yeah. Solid Snake yeah. in this thing and they bring him back but Kiefer Sutherland's fine yeah. but the uh, Troy Baker as Ocelot he's awesome. Like, oh yeah. He's... Well like that that's the thing that uh Ocelot in 5 is a character you fucking love and want to spend more time around. After nine years on ice, solo infiltration of the Soviet main ground forces. Should be the perfect one. He's like Matthew McConaughey <laughs> with a penchant for torture. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, to think that he like, somewhere along the line he turns into like yeah, don't even <laughs> think of using auto-fire. Oh, no! <laughs> uh, he lived a hard life. Uh, he did, I guess. Those, uh, between five yeah. and one. <laughs> I just thought the way people embraced this was interesting, because mm-hmm. I assumed what I hated about the series was what everybody liked, and it wasn't considered a betrayal to focus no. more on the gameplay and less on the conflict. No, and this that, that this was... is a fantastic game. It's also super addictive to go and... Uh, just like I'm sneaking around in an enemy mm-hmm. base, there is a bunch of uh, freight containers over there. Oh, yeah. I'm just gonna stick Fulton balloons on all of them, <laughs> steal all their shit. Yeah. <laughs> and did the the openness of it was crazy for for him to for Kojima to yeah. finally make his real open world game. Yeah. It took that long. And the you think that was that his ambition? You think? Oh yeah, he'd seen all mm-hmm. those open world games. Okay. He wanted to make one of his own. Yeah. But... And even even though MGS Five is still kind of repetitive, it does keep sending you back to the same places. Like mm-hmm. it's super fun to like just yeah be listening to, like these 
80s butt rock uh, <laughs> songs, and then like just like yeah, I'm just gonna take <laughs> out this entire base. I mean, I do love how like there are only it's a big map, but there are only certain areas where there's a lot of shit happening mm-hmm. and in those areas it's almost like a Mario 64 level where it's like we have five different objectives you can take yeah. part in over yeah, here yeah that's a good like, way to put it but that, well that's something that made me all these Japanese franchises returning to an open world format Final yeah. Fantasy Mario yeah. Odyssey like just like getting back to raw gameplay roots that's true uh, and uh, the Fox engine looked gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. And oh, yeah. It was, was it worth five years of only using that engine? <laughs> it's been used in of, Pro Evolution Soccer. Uh, <laughs> just to not waste and the Metal money. Gear Solid mm-hmm. Survive. Mm-hmm. And and is that still happening? It is. is they haven't canceled it, it yet. Mm. And also uh, the, that Silent Hills demo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, 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 that is the biggest problem for this game, that everybody just wanted to love it uh, without... Without any like asterisks, but we all knew what was happening to Kojima like the last nine months before the game came out, and then we only felt like it was just worse news every month mm-hmm. after the game was out. Like once he was, si- he couldn't be silenced anymore. It's just like, boy, what a I, bummer! I still think yeah. it was Jeff Keighley like say, saying out loud what the situation was mm-hmm. was the only official confirmation you had of anything because yeah. yeah, nobody could talk. There's never any real proper DLC for this that I can and That's remember. what I was like, just about to ask I about. It's all insane. just multiplayer DLC, yeah. which is great if you love Metal Gear Online. Do you like Metal Gear Online? No. I never yeah. really played it. Mm. This game is so much fun. <laughs> mm. Despite, although I did love the option to uh, infiltrate other players' yeah. bases. Like, that is something yeah. I've done quite a bit. And that, that's not part of the Metal Gear Online... It's it's it sort of in between. Mode, it's, yeah. it's like it's it's asynchronous because mm-hmm. they like they set up the bases and then you go and try to beat their defenses. Yeah, and it, you're not actually playing against them. Mm-hmm. That and cool like management mine. level stuff where like yeah you can invade bases, defend your own base. You can send in like your crony to do a mission, which like I you oh, yeah. I never really felt the need to do, but it was cool to do it once in a while. Like oh, I'll just send in like uh, yeah. soldier yep. make gun face. And, and I yet also another love monster like, hunter aspect. Yeah. By the way, a menial mission you don't want to do yourself, but it's still available to you. Send a crony. Yeah. I yeah. I love uh, playing as Venom Snake, but I also love that you don't have to play as Venom Snake. Mm-hmm. You can pick any of the soldiers you've recruited, yeah. male or female, and their their model will be reflect and and abilities will be reflected on the battlefield i think that's amazing and with the konami situation what i love the irony of it is that they in the time it took to make metal gear solid 5 it cost them a lot of money and they were canceling every other project because they're like we don't like spending this much on a console game anymore we're making all this money on these apps and then when metal gear solid 5 finally comes out and sells crazy well they're like Oh shit! This is how much money you make. We forgot how yeah. much money you can make from a successful console game. Mm. It was shocking to them that again, and it was, but then it was too late. It, it was too late, and that, that's no. why I feel like it's bizarre that there's not DLC. There's no game of the year edition. That's a thing. There is a that Metal Gear edition, started. Yeah, there is a definitive. Oh, there edition, is. But it's the, all the DLC that it includes is multiplayer DLC. Yeah, but and like, it but comes with Ground Zero. Metal yeah. Gear Solid started the game plus. Box yeah. release for the most part, <laughs> yeah, and that that didn't really get one, and that's literally all they can do without yeah. the creative figurehead. In the you know, they had another word that ends in instance that they wanted to use. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and there is like consistency. I think the original <laughs> collector's version, and you can find this on YouTube, included like a video that like showed all this stuff that they were gonna make, where mm-hmm. like. 
So, mild spoilers. Toward the end, Eli uh, steals no. uh, Metal Gear Sahelanthropus, and it's never quite resolved what happens. And apparently there was another mm. mission that was going to resolve this, and you can see a video of it. Uh, but then, like, Konami has since said that, like, no, this was never really intended. This was scrapped. Uh, the game is complete as is. Aha, uh-huh, yes. sure. We are complete as a company. We're done. <laughs> yeah. I also love that they took Hideo's name off the box art, but then in the game, you basically see directed by Hideo Kojima 8,000 times. <laughs> Every time there's an yeah. episode. <laughs> yep. each, ep- each mission in the game has its own opening credits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I also, I love the helicopter base. I love being able to assign it music as it swoops in. And uh, just jumping off, pick uh, commanding in yeah, your helicopter. Insertion yeah. point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, such like, a great. Say, say, I want to start from here and walk over to this place and shoot all these dudes. <laughs> and just imagine, I just it it makes me sad to imagine what Kojima would have done next with all of those assets. We know mm-hmm. what he's doing next, but mm-hmm. that's having to rebuild from nothing. Mm-hmm. If he had had all the assets from five to then make a six or to make something else. Yeah. It's just really yeah, I mean, sad. And I think I know a lot of people love, like, you know, would put three at the top of this list rather mm-hmm. than five. But I think five, for me, is the closest the series has come to be being a big boss simulator. Yeah. Like, I really felt like I inhabited this mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. I really felt like I was building I, up yeah. my base. And and this this felt like the most personally important Metal Gear. Yeah. At least to me. Um, yeah. It's the Bible one that man. you certainly can leave your biggest uh, imprint on. I, I think a lot of people say three because it's where it's where the storytelling and the gameplay came together yeah. the best and what, what may ultimately, despite five success, define this series. I think three is the best traditional Metal Gear game, mm. and I yeah. think five is a completely different kind of Metal Gear. Yeah. Three is the best of what he made... One, three is the best version of what he wanted to make with one. Four is kind of stuck in between what he knew he wanted to do with five, and three between uh, and, and five is the best version of the actual evolution. I mean, the boss battles weren't really that. There was like only two I can really remember, which is like the final Metal Gear uh, attack, mm-hmm. and then your the interaction on with, fire, the yeah. uh, oh yeah, the parasite core or whatever. The they parasite were core are cool. I mean, but Quiet is, like, the biggest one, and she's yeah, yeah, not yeah. that different from the end. You can either do that the end sniper duel, or you can, like, find her and then call in a supply drop on top yeah. of her and just knock her out. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Or you can call in a fucking <laughs> tank yeah. and blow her up like that. That's amazing. It does and, get... and yeah, I love that, that aspect. You can call in anything at any time, any weapon, any vehicle. That's great. Yeah. That just lends so much to, the, like, the freeform aspect of the game. True. So happy 30th anniversary, yeah, yeah. Metal Gear. And, and on that note, we'll take a little break. When we come back, we'll talk about some new releases, some new, some other stuff. Stay tuned. Here's to you, Nicola and Bart. Rest forever here in our hearts. The last and final moment is yours. That agony. Get scratching.
Thank you guys so much for listening, and if you like listening to stuff, it's a good thing this episode is brought to you by Audible. And before I tell you more about it, know that you can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get started with a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial of all Audible is. What is Audible? They've got over 180,000 different titles to choose from, ranging from audiobooks, comedy albums, radio shows, some of my favorite old-timey radio shows, and you can listen to them all on your iPhone, Android, MP3 player, desktop, tablet, doesn't matter, wherever you can plug in headphones. Audible's got all your, your bestsellers, your Game of Thrones, your Harry Potters, the latest biography from whatever comedian is you like, and they have become my go-to place to get audiobooks for an incredibly low cost. So once again, that's Audible, people, and you can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial of the service. you like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. And Sunday morning, I kind of just relaxed and watched the Planet of the Apes. Kind of a weird uh, seating situation. Mm-hmm. It was one of those situations where the layout on the website didn't quite match what they had. Because it mm-hmm. was like, the way they had the setup was like two seats, a little bit of space, two seats, a little bit of a space. So I took seat number, remember this was D4, mm-hmm. and I saw D5 and D6 were taken, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, no one's going to take D3. Mm-hmm. I take D4, and then when I get there, I see the like teenage girls in D5 and D6, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to sit right next to two teenage girls, that's yeah. creepy. So I sit in D3, mm-hmm. and then a guy comes in, older and creepier <laughs> than me, and says, uh, I think I'm D3, and I'm like, oh, my mistake. Let and me I, scoot closer to these teenage girls. No, well, that was what I... Sh- Maybe should have done. <laughs> but what happened was, was like, oh, I got D one. I'm sorry. Like I would have made that mistake. Mm-hmm. Like how do you mix up one and three? So I just moved to the very aisle seat. Mm-hmm. But that means for the next quarter of the movie, before I was comfortable thinking like nobody's going to take, nobody's going to have this seat. Mm-hmm. But I did feel a little bit weird, like looking at everyone coming in for the next the next twenty minutes. Like are, are, are these people going to kick me out of my seat? Mm-hmm. And then the creepy guy's going to see that I lied about my seat twice. Well, like that—that that, that I just don't want to sit between a creepy dude and two teenage <laughs> girls. It's, that's Why? weird. You can act as a, a buffer, a guardian uh. angel. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at Patreon.com/LaserTime. Starting at just five bucks, you'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And welcome back to our wonderful second segment. We're all pumped up and ready to talk about... These are the new releases. They are releasing new Yonder, the Cloud Catcher Chronicles, is a pacifistic adventure game that is getting some positive buzz. I meant to play it, but I was too busy uh, replaying old Metal Gear games to get into it. But, it's, not uh, that, uh, it's not that Wind Waker clone that appeared on Switch recently. No, no, you're thinking of Rhyme. I am. No. No? Oh, uh, Oceanhorn? Yeah, that Uh, one. Okay. But it looks like Oceanhorn, like, goes way back to iOS. Like, I was reviewing, or or publishing reviews of Oceanhorn when Mm -hmm. I was at MacLife back in, like, 2012. I'm all about that MacLife. Yeah. I got tons of money. You you got a computer? I want to pay $3,000 for it. I'm all about that MacLife. I do really want a MacBook, though. I I agree with you. If you have any discounts on Apple Watches, please call me. MacBooks are really nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, otherwise, um, bunches bunches smaller things coming out this week. Uh, what, I have some inkling what the biggest uh, guy is. Oh! We'll save that one for last. 
you're of course talking about Destiny 2 beta. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> God, I want to. I wish I was playing that. My stupid PS4 is dead. Is is that an open beta? I'm guessing uh, it's an open. No, beta. I think you just need to have PlayStation Plus. Yeah, it's it. like an early access fucker. thing. Um, Everybody and, and knows it's, it's on Xbox One as well. Dude, I love Destiny, and I would really love for you guys to get involved with Destiny because mm. it's it's not what you think it is. Well, I got to spread my ink all over the world. Uh, oh so come on! Wait, wait before you do. <laughs> uh, what remains of Edith Finch is coming to Xbox One, oh, which is a fantastic shit. walking mm-hmm. simulator about facing death. It's one of the few things I got. Like, hey, you want to copy this? I'll remember to get all back right. to you. And I it's just, all walking simulators really, really about good. facing death. Uh, and super hot. Well, no, because this one you actually will die oh. It's, it's also about mental instability. It's actually it kind of reminded me of Eternal Darkness. Wow. Yeah. Man. Well, yeah, that's actually a pretty good in comparison it, because you're going through a house made discovering by an no. how all the members of your extended family died. <laughs> was it made by an asshole who hates Bob McKee? <laughs> and, and nobody. Bob McKee. And nobody says, "May the rats eat your eyes." The darkness comes. No. But it is about a. It's about going through a house and discovering the stories of your ancestors who didn't have happy lives. Yeah, no, every everything. It, it would be sort of depressing, except it's oddly uplifting mm-hmm. and a lot of fun to play through uh, in the few hours. Um, also, that's been out on non Xbox things yeah, a lot. It, mm-hmm. same, same with uh, Super Hot and Super Hot VR, which yeah. are coming to PlayStation I 4. I love the concept of it. I haven't played Stay it and for game PSVR. Which it, it is a hugely fun game to play. That's the it's one where a uh, shooter where the the bullets only move when you move. So it yeah, can everything be very, only yeah. moves when you move. So it's almost like a turn based yeah. RPG. Yep. Uh, except that, like, yeah, you have to decide. Okay, like, there's this knife being thrown at me. Which way should I move yep. in order to avoid it? Should I try to you swat it aside as oh, I'm an moving? An inch away from the knife, you move an inch closer to a bullet, which is then moved an inch closer yep. to you. Yep, yep, exactly. And a really interesting puzzle game. Yeah, hmm. it's fantastic. Hmm. I strongly recommend it. I haven't played uh, Super Hot VR on PC yet, but mm-hmm. I imagine it's pretty damn cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, yes, Splatoon 2 squid is now! out this Friday. Again. At least we're, we're seeing because some, some of the reviews and that it, I was worried most about it not being a full sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because who the fuck played Splatoon? Yeah, yeah and I, I have seen people say, like, it's, it's very much more of the same. Yeah. Oh, it's more of the same, but again, well, and you say, like, who played the first one? It was one of the best-selling Wii U no, games there is. But, but you know what is, I mean. The, that is a in, in the wider the Switch, the, the Switch, I think, is about to outsell the Wii U. I think wow. so. If it, they could make more of them, it would. Being, to- <laughs> be, being totally unavailable, but if you're listening to this, it's Friday, Best Buy should have switches to coincide with every new first-party Nintendo game. That's what I read. They promised it in the ad. I'm mm. sure it's not a lot, but Amazon, it's worth trying. Amazon did it, too. When ARMS came out, they had stockpiled some, but they go fast. They go real they fast. Go real fast. But so, yeah, I actually uh, was lucky enough to get an early copy of Splatoon 2. Thanks, Nintendo. And the... Uh, yeah, I, Everybody I, who works there. Yeah. I, didn't play, I didn't play a ton of it, but I did love the new... The new Hub world is really cool. Like all the extra bells and whistles are great, and it's the only thing I don't like is was what I didn't like in the Wii U one that I turned off immediately. Like I don't want to move the controller to look around. I got a mm. second stick here, and I'm gonna do that. I like, turned that off and did way worse. Yeah, when, it, when you can, is if that, you're good at it, then it's great. But it doesn't. But it's more intuitive to me than an analog stick. Being able to, I'm doing it in Zelda, the D- Zelda DLC right now. I yeah. tend to find myself. Moving 
the switch it's around more to aim. for minor movements. It's better mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, stick, little I tiny move, like yeah. the difference between a headshot and a yeah. chest shot. Well, yeah, I do, I do love that uh, in in Zelda, like the ability, to, and I kept like trying to do it in Horizon Zero Dawn, where mm-hmm. like I'm locked onto an enemy, I need to like move a fraction of an inch, and yeah, like yeah. in Zelda, I would just tilt the controller. Yeah. And, and I feel like, like I've gotten I can't real do good it in that. other games. And it was more in, in Zelda. It was more intuitive than the original Splatoon. But mm-hmm. I'm guessing they turn it on by default. Mm-hmm. The uh, motion. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's in the in the starting section. It's on by default. I want to get uh, good at that because mm-hmm. the people I saw play that the most, they were using that. Well, and also I I have to tell you guys as a Switch player, mm-hmm. I almost never play on my TV. Like mm-hmm. basically never. I do it. I do it in handheld mode all the time. Like the Switch. The Switch is my new favorite handheld. I forget that it's a TV yeah. thing a lot of the time. I mean, you know me. I'm doing those Zelda trials watching Fox News. I got to know <laughs> I got to know what Neil Cavuto thinks. <laughs> Probably something shitty. Uh, well, and I also like that they Everybody add, colludes. They added they added a ton of great stuff in it including a horde mode, which I yeah. did. Ooh, oh, it's so cool. Like it's the ba- I believe it's Bass Attack. I have heard that the single player is still quite good. Yes. Oh yeah, and there's they put a lot more work into the single player than they did in the first one. And the first one, it kind of reminded me of Portal in that, like, mm. you had that sort of gimmick with the disappearing into the ink that was used to solve a lot of the puzzles. Oh, it's beautiful too. And it's a lot like Portal yeah. Two, yeah. And there's still Nickelodeon the game to me. Yeah, <laughs> I I love how yeah I love it how it's Gak or Slime yeah. or it's just mm-hmm. like this. Very 90s goof about thing, and that Nintendo gets to have so much fun with it. It's mm-hmm. such a silly game, and that the uh, the Splatfest stuff has showed how much people super got into it, too. Like, every... I do tons of people playing Cake versus Ice Cream, it, uh, the contest they God, that's, that's, like, been dominating my Twitter feed lately. Mm-hmm. I've missed else. every single test fire because of... <laughs> This and that, and I, I missed this one by like ten hours. Same. Yeah, I totally missed it. Why would you cancel yourself on a Sunday morning? Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Well, it's worldwide. They yeah, want to do it. No, so some are like, well, we're, I'm, we're not I'm here. Just... Nintendo, you need to hear this. Some of us aren't Japanese. <laughs> it's true. I, I'm not proud of it. We're just not. We're I, not all I Japanese. love that. It's kind of a resurrection of that. Was well, like everybody votes thing on yeah, the Wii, where shit. it was like, holy "What shit. do you yeah. prefer, cats or dogs?" <laughs> yeah. Here's what was Wisconsin thinks about it. Here's <laughs> what Delaware. Here's what New York. Here's what California. Like Arkansas said, Pornhub to every answer. <laughs> uh, here's what they're sorry, saying Andrew. in Peoria. That uh, and but this just continues like the switch. The Switch is having one of the best years Nintendo a Nintendo console has ever had. Yeah. You start with what is arguably the game of the year yep. of Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Then you go into the perfect version of Mario Kart 8. Mm-hmm. Then you go into ARMS, which everybody is loving way more than they thought they would. Then you have Splatoon, a great sequel to mm-hmm. one, the best original series on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. And up next is I Am... Crazy excited for Rabbids Mario. I oh, yeah. really want that. Is that up, ne- up next? Uh, it's August. Yeah. Wow. It's oh, in wow. August, and then uh, Mario... I forget what September... If there's something Mario in September, is... I forget what September is, we, but October we, is Mario Odyssey. We talked Odyssey. about it, but the, the... Mario Odyssey is October 27th, same day as Assassin's Creed Origins. Mm, wow. Mm. It's going to be a big day. Jesus Christ, your company's insane. <laughs> <laughs> everybody gets... Everybody comes home with like $200 take-home pay, right? Yeah. Yeah. October um, is the better than November this year. Yeah. No, November has a Call of Duty, and it has uh, what? That's when Far Cry is right. November is Far Cry. No, uh, Far Cry is. Oh, I it's next say February. Oh, okay. All right. I could well, be wrong. 
But oh. yeah, I mean, uh, November has been overshadowed by October this year. With, with but anyway, but, the Switch is is incredible this mm-hmm. year. It's, yeah. it's really something else, and it just saddens me that probably half the people who want to be playing it right now can't yeah. because it's just nowhere. Our friend Bob yeah. Mackey can't get his hands on one. He he refuses to pay to. He refuses Nor to line we. up for it or pay extra yeah. for it, which is right. But well, well, if like, it's any consolation, around, I'm guessing, October, November, we'll all be able to get Switches, but we won't be able to get SNES Classics. I, I don't know, yeah, I don't know about one, that. Yeah. I, I have a sneaking suspicion <laughs> there is something really expensive involved in the Switch mm-hmm. that Nintendo can't... Ma- Dude, the demand is they already can't there. Speed it up, you mean? Like, yeah. Like, I, I like, hope it's decent Super FX chip emulation because <laughs> if I can't get my hands on a Super NES Classic, <laughs> that's the only way I'll be able uh, to play these games. It, okay. We're talking about this because we're giant Nintendo fanboys. So uh, if I give them oh, yes. a bit of slander, also out this week is the Voice Chat Online app. Yeah, which I've been. As of this recording, I've been trying to log on to for an hour and I'm constantly undergoing server maintenance. <laughs> like, yeah. the game's not... As of this recording, the game's not out yet. How are you having server problems? Mm. There's nobody... There shouldn't be anybody here. Yeah, the Why voice, is this out? Maybe but, that's just the message for this isn't up yet. Why are you trying yeah. to access it? That could be true. That's what they do for the... the if you, I, I downloaded Splatoon, three Splatoon Global Test Fires. <laughs> like, this event isn't happening. Tell me more, or delete this yourself. <laughs> I'll never be able to use this again. Yeah, that program is something else. It's Nintendo avoiding the obvious fix that everybody else would do. They're like, no, we got to do it no, different. I, through, uh, through a game like Destiny, I have never been aided. And I remember Call of Duty trying to do it too, but only Destiny, they made an app experience that was like, it makes every single piece of UI on any platform, Steam, it's like totally useless. Well, I mean, that's always been Bungie's secret weapon. Like they were so ahead of the curve with Bungie. Dot, uh, with Bungie, they, with they were, but like, but in Halo. terms of, of the phone, being able to organize a group oh, yeah, of people yeah. really fast and organize a raid with people I knew, the phone was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like it's really, really good about grouping up. Uh, like a better form of matchmaking, in my opinion, that, that with way less clicks. So I'm. I'm I'm trying to download it because I'm excited. Mm. Thank God they saved my Nintendo information. Let's see. And what do we got? Server error. Uh, so, anyway, I, I wish I want to play more Splatoon 2. I wish I'd had more oh. time for it in the last week. How's but it's the online aspect? Uh, I, well, there were only test things for pre-release people. so But it was good. And, and you got to, in the test fire, you got to play it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It mm. works. Uh, I didn't get to do the voice stuff because it wasn't live yet, but I played around with it a little bit. It was really good. Some some places published full reviews. Other places did review in progress because you haven't played with real people yet, and you kind of do have to test it out. Yeah. But the also, the integration of the best part of the Miiverse or... Um, or whatever that plaza thing was yeah. on the Wii U where everybody drew their shit. That's mm-hmm. in That's in Splatoon 2. Nice. It's really cool. So, like the last vestige of a uh, Wii U's <laughs> pretty interface. Much, yeah. Huh. But, yeah, big thumbs up to Splatoon 2, I'd say. And if you actually can play it on a Switch, go for it. I'll just echo Twitter and say, why didn't they just call it Splatoon? Mm. That's too clever for its own good. They gotta, right. they gotta be, they gotta be obvious. Yeah, I was drawing a two in the air when mm. when I said that. I should clarify that for people who can't see us right now. Anyway, whether you're squid or kid, you mm. should play this game. <laughs> uh, something that we, I mean, it came out last week. We didn't. I don't know if we 
I don't think we talked about it that much. That Load Runner game? No, Somebody no, no. The Fire Pro Wrestling, which oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we streamed last week. We streamed again this week because we had Henry, the Japanese wrestling expert, on. Mm-hmm. Uh, which it's still in early access, but it is a really great alternative to the WWE series. Yeah, totally. It makes it, you remember that we're in like a weird monopoly of wrestling game universe, and like yeah, there's only one, and like it's really boring. It's been a decade. It's been close to a decade yeah. since I would say the last other non WWE wrestling game they may put money into, which was the Lucha Door game, yeah. uh, yeah, the Teen oh, Impact no, game, Eroa Still Ring. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Fire Pro makes I, I don't mean to call WWE boring, but yeah. Fire Pro makes it look boring by just simply by offering a single alternative. Yeah. Like I mean, WWE totally has the polish. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you yeah, can yeah. play like game. these great like these insane career modes and like re redo the entire Attitude Era or whatever. And this is just like this is just. Like one on one wrestling, there. I mean, I think there are entrances. I still haven't figured out how to y- y- you they, see them, but I it's mean, just like having insane matches. Well, and what you're playing really the beta version of this game yeah, that, that they're is, selling yeah. you because the game Fire Pro Wrestling World is them scooping out the guts of Fire Pro Wrestling Returns, a 2007 PS2 game. Mm-hmm. HDifying it on Steam and then adding some online components to it and still keep tinkering it with it while they sell it. Man. But you, we should just count ourselves lucky. Spike even invested that much it's, in it. Really. It's so much equal parts janky and glorious it's, every time you look at it. Because there's like, too many options. It's like <laughs> I shouldn't have to go through three menus and like a, a ten minute process to import uh, import a wrestler I, I downloaded on Steam into the game. And I shouldn't have to look up online, how do I choose to play as a character in this match? Like, no, you have to go to this little icon on the side and change it. It's weird little things where it's like, yeah, this is very early access because this would not fly on PS4. In QA, they would have told you, like, this is bad UI. But but as a a viewer, because you guys have mostly been playing, YouTube.com slash LaserTime, that shit is hilarious. Like, it looks fun. It looks... More inviting, uh, sorry, uh, what do you what do you call it? More like, approachable, uh, like, approach- yeah. yes, approachable oh, okay. than WWE because you don't. Have to, yeah. There's no bars, there's no like mm. HUD yeah. where you have to understand like sixteen thousand like stamina bars. Yeah, like, it, you didn't hit the reverse button correctly. It's, no, it's mostly timing based, and you learn pretty quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the community is already like super awesome. Like Dude, every whoever- WWE wrestler is there, every New Japan wrestler is there, and so many created characters. All of us are there, Michael. You yeah. got. You, yeah, shout out to Awkward Loser who yeah. made versions of each we of us. We fought as you today. You beat the shit out of Ann Lewis. Yeah. Like, after, yes! like, viciously, but after she viciously beat the Fuck shit her. out of you. Fuck her. I regularly <laughs> hit women. Did Michael win? I think he won Michael the match. Won yeah. The winner, won. Yes. Yeah. He uh, powerbombed me to win the match. <laughs> yeah, well, no, powerbomb nice. and then the big splash. Yeah. Yeah. With the luchador mask, Awkward Loser was for attention. Yes, thank <laughs> you. Um, yeah. I only like Lucha Libre. But watching <laughs> Ann, like, fucking clean out the ring. Yeah. Like, <laughs> We're naked choking bugs. everybody. Yes. Yeah, it was, it's, it's, it is rough, but it's a lot of fun. And I want to support it. I hope it becomes the new thing. And really, WWE, the 2K games need a challenger to mm-hmm. even, just to try harder. They, yeah. It's it's the same with Madden. Like, yeah. Madden without a challenger, they don't try. No, they become Naruto games to some extent where, like, no one else makes Naruto games, so all you have to do is update the modern storyline, and that, to me, as a player who's not totally in the WWE, is not fucking enough. Mm-hmm. Well, and, that's why they only sell it to WWE fans. Yeah, like, and just play, playing this, like, if I if there's a Patreon for the person who, <laughs> who invented and created Referoff, 
the uh, Sephiroth <laughs> ref- referee. Sonic, Sonic, Sonic the Ref Hog. Sonic the Ref Hog. It's like <laughs> Mills Lane is in there, and so is nice. and so is Morty. Morty ref a match of ours. Like yeah. you can customize the fucking ref, yeah, and and explode the whole ring, take the ref down, and then cheat while he's <laughs> while he's bleeding. It's, it's beautiful. It, it, it's beautiful. it's so frantic and fun and weird, and reminds me of like all of us discovering Street Fighter for the first yeah. time. Mm-hmm. God damn! And are wow. you? And tons of people have checked out our YouTube video, uh, so I encourage you guys to do the same i might have to check it out now in the meantime chris it's your turn to shine take my advice do as i say save a little money for a rainy day what are you buying I had a, a weird instance that I wanted. We're gonna have. Can we have a little discussion in the game sure. deal segment? Of course. Um, Derail the whole thing. So you have to close the game deal song. But it's a good. It's a good no, game no, no. deal. Okay, it's good. a good game deal. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. But it's uh, it's at Walmart and it's the Xbox One S with Battlefield One, which is still mostly a full price game. Five hundred gigabyte. Don't buy that version. Mm-hmm. Uh, an Xbox One S plays four K Blu rays. Uh, how much would you? How much would you pay for this system? Five hundred gigabytes. Right, five gigabyte S with a Battlefield One, mm-hmm. three hundred. How about one hundred and fifty, Henry? What? How about one hundred and fifty? So, like, seeing this What's right now is like catch? it might be Walmart alone doing this, or like, but how the fuck is Xbox going to market a new machine for five hundred dollars? Maybe this yeah. is like. You want to switch? It's not here. This one's half the price. Well, conversely, I would say, why would you buy an Xbox One S right now when you know there's a better one that's about to come out? But that's still incredible. They're not... They're the same platform. They are. They're the same goddamn platform. It's going to be almost three times as expensive to pick up the new Xbox model in like six months. But the price is great, but there's a new thing coming, but it's so much more expensive. Well... that X, it's not. There aren't going to be any exclusive X games. They'll all be on a PC. Yeah, but but so. they're but they're also treating the X like a thing they can update, like a, a file yeah. they can update to support. Where old games will get support. I think it's worthwhile to keep your eye on that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I still I, I do, but like a hundred and fifty dollars for a current gen console. This is technically the most high end one yeah. as well, outside of like a lack of HDR. Incidentally, uh, I, I'll just throw in as an aside. My I turned on my PS3 for the first time in months uh-huh. the other day and realized like, oh shit, my Blu-ray drive has died. Like it it takes discs just fine, but it's not reading them. And uh, don't even joke about that. That's the only Blu-ray this fucking studio has up, right like, now. Like how how much is it to get a new PS3? Like those things are still two hundred dollars. Really? Yeah. Holy. Fuck. I mean, you can get used ones for like a hundred, but, uh, but the, the like PS4 if you want to just was, buy a new one, it's like two hundred. It was two twenty nine for a PS4. <laughs> but you can't play Metal Gear Solid Four on. It, so I'm That's sorry. True. Mm-hmm. That's true. I just thought that was weird. Like a hundred and fifty dollar Xbox quite... that I it's I find hard to recommend. Yeah, no, I, and, and I just because I know someone's going to message me about it. Yes, I bought like a replacement Blu-ray drive for twenty bucks. Oh, you did? Yeah, twenty dollars? Yeah, on eBay. God I, damn! I would say go for it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay five hundred for an X. Get get an X next year when it's probably going to be three hundred when they come mm-hmm. to their fucking Dude, senses. Like one hundred and fifty like, for an Xbox. Like that's without inflation. What an NES cost. Yeah, <laughs> and it has more yeah. games on it. That's it's kind of incredible. But still, like having I have a slightly functional Xbox One. I couldn't justify that. No. Uh, but also, if you're uh, Xbox Live people, and you should be, you should definitely have Xbox Live, is what I'm saying. If you have an mm-hmm. Xbox One, 
Mirror's Edge Catalyst, which I b- believe is how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of EA games, very cheap, five bucks. As is Battlefield wow. 4 and Battlefield Hardline. Uh, I wanted to highlight some, because there's a ton of PSN deals. They've been really good with that. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, the PSN cross-buys, stuff you can play on your Vita and your PS4. Vita? Uh, Vita. Vita. It's like a PS4, but better It's like a smaller Switch that's not it's, as impressive. <laughs> you, can, you can play your PS4 remotely with it. Yeah, yeah. It, I think... I. I don't know how much it's, a Vita is now. A Vita is a great system it's for great. playing Persona 4 on your connected <laughs> PS4 over the internet. It's, uh, I got, uh, also, I just got... Persona 5, sorry. I just got PSN Cash because if you remember that deal they did during oh, yeah. E3 of yeah. spend 100 bucks during E3, get 15 bucks back, I did that, so... I, I bought some stuff on sale then, and now I got 15 extra bucks. Yeah, when shit's right. this cheap, these are good portable games. Um, oh, yeah. Guacamelee, 374. Hell yeah. Uh, Titan Souls. This is all with PS Plus, by the way, which you should have. Uh, Titan Souls, $5. Skullgirl cool. Second Encore, 6 bucks. Like yeah. That's cheaper nice. than Steam. Hmm. Uh, you can play them on two systems. Uh, hey, Disney Infinity fans, I'm looking out for you. It's not over. Not over for us. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, Disney Infinity 3.0 starter set, Amazon, $4. Four dollars. Nice. You get three Four. figures with that. Remember, remember those figures used to cost thirteen dollars. I a remember piece. when that set was eighty dollars. Yep. It's still in that drawer somewhere. I thought they'd be worth money. You took a Boba Fett and ran the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I left you the Boba Fett because oh, I already Boba had Fett. one. Did you take the I, I took your. I took your Chewbacca. Oh. Thanks for pronouncing <laughs> it like that. Like, like, like a, fucking, a mad TV like, sketch. Like a redneck with a spittoon. <laughs> you got a Chewbacca. Um, I, I just know that because like there's a mad TV sketch where a guy has a heart attack and he, he like he's doing a reenactment of it and he comes up and goes and like what was that like that was Chewbacca Chewbacca <laughs> I'm chewing back over here hey uh, guess what humble bundle best deal in town uh, they're still the Capcom Rising bundle from last week very worthwhile mm, oh yes uh, the humble bundle this week is Telltale. And it's fucking insane because I can't even name all the games in it because I don't know them very well. But all the Salmon Maxes give a dollar to get the Salmon Max Telltale <laughs> games. Wow! Uh, Puzzle Agent, Telltale Holden, Walking Dead Season One, and something I really like, Bone, like a very literal early Telltale Bone. game that oh, tells yeah. a story of Bone. Oh, there's only two the episodes. Those yeah, the game, comic those book. games were twenty dollars an episode yeah. when they first came wow. out. Wow! Yeah. yeah, it's it's very it's Telltale stalling by I think. Licensing a not very popular mm. comic, but Bone is great. Mm. Yeah. Um, no, it's a fantastic well, comic, and I remember like asking them, like I really wanted them to continue that mm-hmm. series, and like asking, like so Bone gets like into this like epic Lord of the Rings shit yeah. later on. How are you going to handle that? And like we're just talking about Sam and Max. Right we'll cross now. that bridge when he comes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, they'll never. Come I to mean, it. Bone and Sam and Max are like the properties they had before they started yeah. getting big properties. It's, yeah. it's like it's like when you were friends with somebody in elementary school and then they become popular in middle school and they're like, hey, man, what's, what's up? <laughs> like, a, I know, but help me. Out. Bone is wonderful. Like, just uh, yeah, as Rick. A it's, it's amazing. And, and those Bone. those games I'm are really Rick. good. <laughs> they take about an hour each to finish. And... Uh, but as long as you're not paying 20 bucks they, they, each, then yeah. it's great. They tell the stories the first two volumes, and they seem yeah. to want to be, ah, whatever. Out from Boneville and the Great Cowboys. But if you pay more than $9 right now, this is a humble bundle, remember? It's what you pay, uh, you mm-hmm. unlock. Uh, Walking Dead Michonne, a game I don't care for. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands, a game I do care Very for. Very good. Oh, yeah. uh, Walking Dead Season 2, and you'll get a 50% off coupon for New Frontier when it comes out. Pay more than $15, you'll get all of that. And Batman, the Telltale series, Minecraft Story Mode, and the Adventure Pack. Pretty good. It's pretty, pretty goddamn decent. Like, if you've yeah. never played a Telltale game in your yeah. life, I would start with Walking Dead or Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Wait, and so for 15 bucks, you get basically everything? Yeah. Maybe not the first season of Walking Dead. I didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah, first season of oh, Walking wow. Dead is the $1 pack. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Well, if, they, you, if you were slightly interested, you, you should have If you somehow don't have the first season yeah. of Walking Dead now, then they just can sell it. Oh, and Game of Thrones is in there as well, but Game oh, of yeah. Thrones is uh, free for PS+. Uh, it's plus. the first episode. Plus right now, the now. First, I thought it was all no, the, oh, the whole season. Thing? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just uh, to give some support to our PC buddies, it's hard to gather Steam deals. They tend to be two days. We They're ephemeral. They are ephemeral, Henry. Uh, but Green Man Gaming has a good bundle. For reference, on Xbox Live, they have it on sale, the Inside and Limbo bundle. Two great games. Is it Play Dead? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only two Play Limbo's Dead a games. great game I overlook because I own it on every conceivable platform, and I bought yep. it for a dollar, and it's been out for hmm. ten years. But Inside is really good, and I didn't just discover it until somewhat recently because... Dave gave me a free code, and I finally loaded up once That's Xbox so One on the system. It is really good. Like it's a, a lot really of critics had it as their game of the year last so year. I for think. that bundle on Xbox, they have it on sale for twenty six dollars. Uh, Green Man Gaming has them on sale for nine dollars. Wow. So nine dollars, you will get both on Green Man Gaming, a game site I've never heard of. So I don't want to vouch. No, Green Man Gaming's really good. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll oh no, no, no. I, I know Green Man Gaming. What yeah. I don't know is Game Billet. B i l l e t. Maybe never it's heard of it. game belay. Mm-hmm. I do. I do not know because I've never heard another human being say it out loud. Uh, Grand Theft Auto for PC, which is something I really want. Uh, it's twenty three bucks. You mean GTA Five? What did I say? Well, you just said Grand Theft Auto Five. Yes. Yeah, okay. Twenty three dollars, like less than thirty dollars. Wow. I haven't seen it drop that far. But how much for a shark card? <laughs> uh, none. It has no shark card at no. all. But uh, uh, but as well as Best Buy, if you factor in. GCU Gamer yes. Club Unlocked, which I just want to let Dave explain to the next video. Right, yeah, very so, complicated. Uh, the Gamer's Club Unlocked is a it's a $30 subscription thing that it's for two years. You get uh, 20% off any new game purchase. You get a bunch of coupons and shit like that. It's like that. Amazon Prime, but mostly yeah, for games. But for games, and but always. like Whereas mm-hmm. with Amazon Prime, I think if like after two months... Like you don't get that Amazon Prime discount on a new on a. You like don't. A, I don't think so. I don't think that's the case. Uh, I, oh uh, no, there is a grace period of like you can pre-order on Amazon Prime. Yeah. If you pre-order it, you get twenty percent off. Mm-hmm. But uh, after a month or two, then the grace period is over. Like you pay whatever the full price is. But by that point, they have cut it down twenty percent yeah. anyway. Pretty much every yeah. publisher does but, it, yeah. except Nintendo. But, but Gamers Club unlocked thirty bucks for two years gets you that twenty percent off all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a, a little cherry they add on top a couple times per year is when you pre-order a game, you get that twenty percent off. Mm-hmm. But then you also get ten dollars in uh, rewards, like game a, a ten dollar gift card after you buy the game, mm-hmm. and. I usually ignore it because it's usually like the Call of Duties and Battlefields of the world where I, I, I'm i not going to buy that game. Mm-hmm. And if I am, I'll wait a couple months anyway. Yeah. But they are doing it for Mario Odyssey. <laughs> so you get that 20% off, which knocks the, the price down to $48. Then you get that $10 gift card after you buy the game. Mm-hmm. So you're Then bas- you get the women. Then, then you, you get the money. Then you get the, you get the sugar. We <laughs> but, just did that episode. It's, so basically, you're getting Mario Odyssey for $38 at launch, which is insane. Yeah, yeah. assuming you have $10 you, you want to spend at Best Buy, which I always do. Yeah, and you have to take part in the Gamers Club Unlocked, which is thirty bucks for two years. But mm-hmm. honestly, if that twenty percent discount—it's paying for itself yeah, after three. I purchases. think if you're using Amazon Prime for only games, that makes a shitload of sense. It's yeah. way cheaper. And I, I just tend to—I go with Gamers Club Unlocked. It's like an apples and oranges thing, but I go with Gamers Club Unlocked just because I, 
I, I just hate being at the behest of like when my Amazon delivery shows up. And, <sighs> and if I'm going to be home when it shows up, and usually I'm not, I'm usually here at a stream, and it's like, fuck, there's my delivery, and I missed it. <laughs> you should have stuff just delivered here. And yeah. I, I don't know if Amazon Prime has given up or that the mm. app is tailored to me because it hasn't updated in fucking years in terms of its interface. Mm. But what it's new releases public domain Popeye cartoons. <laughs> Thank you. These have I, not been remastered. I have the well, remastered have this drone versions. deliver a Popeye cartoon to you. <laughs> Amazon knows you better than you know yourself. I, I think it's the, tailoring yeah. it to me, but, it, I, but I, can, I forgot I even have that shit. I think I've been an, I think I've been a Prime subscriber for nine years straight now. I can't imagine not having it because... The the two day shipping, the free two day shipping, the uh, the Prime Video, the Prime Music, like I use all yeah, that I don't stuff. Use Prime music. Well, I can't imagine it just because every time I order anything from anywhere else, it's like I have to pay for shipping, yeah. and it's five to ten days for that. What I, is this? And I just I saw that other people in other territories, you you buy something on Amazon Prime, it's like you can forego this fast expedited shipping. And we'll give you digital credit. And they yeah. stopped doing that for America, and it's only pantry. Yeah, I mm. miss getting that digital credit. I haven't gotten that in a few months. It's a hard but, drive, uh, an extra hard drive. I'm just being safe during a sale. I don't need this <laughs> in two days. Yeah, exactly. Or or uh, I need new lightning cable mm. soon, but I don't need it right now. So. Not that soon. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the end of Game Deals. Mm. Take my advice, hey. do as I say, what? save a little money for a rainy day. Thank you! Yeah. All right, Dave, you're up. Let's start out with some uh, Evo stuff. Ooh, we had uh, yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. of announcements coming out of that. Uh, final, the final fight character Abigail is coming to Street Fighter Five. Which holy shit, by the way, people were like uh, talking about how that character looked basic and it was mm. like a that character uh, looks like he's been doing steroids every hour of every day since 1994. Yeah, I mean, I mean, with Street Fighter Five, it's like. Everyone knows Zangief is the big bulky guy, so it's yeah, weird to see I, a I new big bulky guy. Abigail is like the biggest Street Fighter character ever, which yeah. is saying something because, like, remember Street Fighter Three Endor was like gigantic. Yeah. Though I'm, I like, I, I was that. I was like, eh. I, I shrugged my shoulders, especially compared to the other two announcements. Yeah, yeah. but like, uh, but Abigail's like such a weird mm-hmm. character to bring back. Like of all the Final Fight characters, like. The one that has a girl's name and is like a forgettable boss in the Which, middle of the game. I, I don't remember him. I, maybe I wasn't energy enough <laughs> he, to get He to like him. shows up like uh, at the waterfront. I think I was honestly more interested that Jetta from Darkstalkers Three was is coming to MBS. Yeah, uh, MBC. <laughs> and uh, you probably don't have the time to dust off this uh, sound clip, but geese. Geese. Howard I from King of Fighters it. is coming to Tekken 7. The design of Geese Howard in 7 was amazing. I was like, wow, he, he doesn't look like his... He doesn't look exactly like his pixel version. He looks like the art done by the official SNK artist. Of yeah. Just like his... The, the tone on him is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he has his, like... They showed off all his, like, block throws, which I kind of thought 
when this break Tekken, like his ability to block well, and throw you? You'd think Akuma's fireballs would break Tekken, but yeah, I guess not. Right. And so now Tekken has has Akuma, and it has and it has Geese, the the two difficult dudes. That is nuts, right? That oh yeah, those three companies have not come together to do well. DOA also had kind of this they had a card game. Uh, Capcom, yeah, it's it's weird to see this kind of thing. Well, this is. SNK talking to Capcom through Namco. SNK and Capcom are not making deals. and uh, But then the last big news was honestly one I'm sure pissed off Capcom, right, mm-hmm. Dave? Uh, oh, yeah, the, that Akira, the developers of Street Fighter Arica. EX, are making, are making a new fighter that are starring a bunch of Street Fighter EX characters. Skullamania's like, Skull- back, yeah. baby! Uh, uh, just a joke I've made multiple times, like, bring back Skullamania. Dude, he's it, like the uh, best character ever. Yeah, he's what, like a school teacher or something who dresses up in a school costume yeah. or something? I, Skullamania. I love that uh, I love that art of, I, I guess, in a Skullamania test, doing tests on a nude Ryu, if you've seen that <laughs> official art. <laughs> I don't know how that deal shook out, and I am aware of the animosity between mm. those companies, mm. but Skullamania debuted in Street Fighter EX, mm. a game made, made by, by Arika, who I believe oh, was Arika, a, a team of people who spun off from Capcom to mm-hmm. make Capcom, who made Capcom fighting games, who spun off to make Capcom fighting games for more who, money for who Capcom. Who created a ton of original characters for those games yeah. that nobody likes or remembers, like Doctrine Dark and Darun Mister with, with Skullamania being the huge yes. exception. Like yes, he's yes. he might as well be like like fuck Ryu. He's like the yeah. he's the mascot of that series. If this comes out, yay. Yeah. But let's remember they teased Rika teased a 3DS fighting game at launch with mm. Skullamania and it and it really? never yeah, yeah. never mm. happened. They have had a weird I just I just history. really hope that Doctrine Dark is in it. I actually really like <laughs> I was honestly character. surprised that Arika was still around. So much so that I called them Akira yeah. earlier. If it wasn't uh, but, for the 3DS, I wouldn't know that because if you look yeah. at like the the 3D remastered Plaza games, Twin yeah. B games, yeah. like they made that they 3D are. remastered games and the Doctor Mario series yeah. this yep. decade. That's their output. Uh, and uh, this was, I am normally not an Evo viewer, mm-hmm. but when I, on Sunday night seeing the Twitter explode for the finals of Street Fighter Five of. Tokido, Tokido versus Punk, it, I mm. couldn't turn away. And it was amazing to hear the story of, like, that Punk was the dream of the U.S. fans of, like, finally the U.S. will win the Street Fighter tournament. And meanwhile, Tokido, who's been, uh, who's never won the Street Fighter tournament, it's his rise to fame. Everybody's mm. hoping he's going to make it. And then people see Punk's mom in the audience cheering on her son. It's it's just it was beautiful. Then Tokido won it after like Punk Punk was off to a great start, and then he crumbles under the pressure, right. and and Tokido wins it, and and does the Akuma pose when he wins. Yeah. It was I am not I am hardly a fighting game community expert, that's for sure. But it was it transcended it like it was it was great. So. I was there, but it was because I liked seeing video games elevated to mm. the mainstream, and now I realize it's just sports to me, yeah. not mm. unlike. Things that happen in WWE that don't involve exploding coffins and baseball, and I'm bored out of my mind. But 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 uh, did we say Abigail coming to stream? Yeah, 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 yeah. dude. I I'm gonna uh, look. Hot take. Mm. 
Well, not really. It's an opinion. Uh, I like. I think I like Final Fight more than Street Fighter. Whoa, and the more whoa. those universes cross over, the happier I get because the only time the Final Fight characters get to do anything is in Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, but the closer we get to the world knowing what Final Fight is, and the Street Fighter characters are all over Final Fight two and three. Like I just wish there were more Final Fight. I you, I know you're with me, Michael. Final oh, Fight totally. Fucking one hundred percent. I love Final Fight. See, and that character is so goddamn big. Yeah. Somehow bigger well, like, than you Like know. I said, after you left the room, he's. I'm it sorry. looks like he's been doing steroids <laughs> steadily since 1994. Which is good. Yeah. Even though the game came steroids. out in like 89, because it was somewhere in the Street 1990s. Fighter 89. <laughs> and this was the biggest Evo it ever felt to me watching oh, yeah. it. It was, it was on Our ESPN. Buddy Seth too. was on ESPN. The fucking Smash Brothers tournament was on Disney Channel. Wow. Yep. And wow. that. It was filling up the Mandalay Bay Arena in Ma- in, uh, in me, Vegas. Disney XD. Yeah. Disney XD. Where mm. DuckTales shall premiere. <laughs> what a good time to be alive unless Who you uh, care well, about Well, speaking of the Disney. Of <gasps> uh, yeah, moving on from Japanese fighting games to Japanese RPGs. D23 uh, was this weekend, and they yes. revealed lots of stuff. There, there was news. The description I read of the Infinity War trailer... Blew my I'm, fucking. I'm mind. trying to forget it. It's like, it's like almost like Patton Oswalt's weird thing yes. on. Uh, They're community. still doing that with D23, where it's like we showed this trailer to a Dude, couple it's, hundred it's people. A, it's a company holding its own conference with no clearance required. That's insane. Like, well, did you hear about the Wreck It Ralph shit? Yeah, yeah. That, that is, I, I was pissed. That, I was, was pissed like, that it left the internet, but they described a scene where like C3PO and stormtroopers are guarding every single living Disney princess who comes back to voice the themselves. Original, yeah, yeah um, Diana was just describing like going down the list of like oh all the things that were. Mm-hmm. Un- unveiled at D23 and like here's how E3. Disney's gonna take my money next yeah. year <laughs> I'm like I'm so happy I married you <laughs> but with video game trailers they weren't so restrictive yeah. and they put them all out there was like they showed some cool behind the scenes stuff about Spider-Man PS4 barely any new details mm-hmm. and definitely not a rolling street uh, but the biggest one I was pretty yes. shocked by this was uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 which will have a Toy Story themed section yeah how great is it that video games are finally to Toy Story levels yeah. in terms of... <laughs> I, As a giant Kingdom Hearts fan and Disney nerd, they never branched out of what you consider traditional Disney animation. Yeah. Tron is the last announcement you had to get really excited about. Mm. Uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean were in there very early. But Tron, holy shit, Tron, you're going to acknowledge yeah. Tron. We, I wrote articles for fucking years like, will they add Marvel, Muppets, or Star Wars, or Pixar? Mm-hmm. And this is, this is the first been, Pixar thing. Everything is on 15, the table. It's been 15 years, and this is the closest we've got to like a new Kingdom Hearts It has been that long since they bought Pixar that you could put Pixar in there. Yeah, they. Own, I think yeah. at the time they made Kingdom Hearts, Disney didn't own Pixar outright. There hmm. there were rumors that Pixar would leave Disney. Yeah. They're like, we had a nine-picture deal, and now we're going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And Disney realized they needed Pixar bad. Yeah. They can't lose that to somebody else. And but... that's that's the one they announced at D23, I think, is most pleasing for Disney fans. Yeah. They and they're not done, and I don't want to be that person because it's a hack joke. The game's not coming mm-hmm. out. 
but it is not coming out in 2018. That's well, that no was, way. And also, that was the, the other big announcement that it's mm-hmm. coming out in 18, 2018, according to the uh, trailer. No. And and I think it's weird that like I found like going through my PS4 library, like oh shit, I bought the Kingdom Hearts one and two point five mm-hmm. remaster for PS4. That is now the obsolete remaster because two point eight is on PS4. No, and then two point eight is like it? a different batch of games. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's three different. Two point eight is all the garbage like mobile. <laughs> oh, never. Uh, Oh, DS games, right? No, Birth by Sleep is amazing. No, it's, you it's, want Birth it's by technically Sleep. the best new Kingdom Hearts. It's great. Uh, but where did it come out originally? PSP. PSP. Nobody oh. played it, and you couldn't. You couldn't even download it because they Square didn't want you to. <laughs> but I don't believe 2018 either. I think they mean it now, and it'll be 2019. I, just, I didn't think there I think was. We're looking way. at a Metal Gear Solid Four situation. That's yeah. how far behind Kingdom Hearts is. That I didn't think there was another way for them to blow my mind. But the second they put in. Characters from a movie from 1995. <laughs> I was like, "What? Damn, the world's gone crazy." Maybe yeah. Trump should be president. I get stuff like this. All I the read time. a hilarious tweet of, "Imagine explaining Kingdom Hearts to Tim Allen." Yeah. Wait, uh, are, yeah. are they? Are the voices? Are those actual voices? It's the Japanese I, voices in the uh, trailer. They haven't recorded the American. I, I, I play English a yet. shitty. Dumb, Hi, I'm Tom Hanks, and I'm in a Square Enix. Game. I'm playing I a shitty dumb mobile Hanks. game with Toy Story characters in it. Everybody except Tom Hanks, which is his brother Bob Hanks. Wow. They're all back. Wallace yeah. Shawn. Uh, uh, what is Tim Allen going to say no Tim to Allen? money? Like no way. He, I don't know, he's the, he's the most prominent person ever. Uh, what's uh, Joan jo- jo- uh, Cusack? Yeah, is, is, does does the voice? Uh, nice. Cliff- Cliff Clare, I'm him. Are they going to get big. Timothy Dalton? Oh, Mr. Pants? Mr. Pants. Oh, yeah. Well, so well this is great. Dead, Henry told so. me this. Please. So apparently it <laughs> takes place in continuity, but right after Toy Story 2. <laughs> so none of the Toy Story 3 stuff will be reflected because <laughs> you're you're going to be in Andy's room when he is young. So I don't know well, this. What's Don Rickles going to be doing during this whole thing? <laughs> so no Kristen Shaw, yeah. no sale. Well, as we saw in the trailer... The Heartless have replaced all the... There's a limited number of toys because the rest have disappeared with the Heartless mm-hmm. when they moved into the world. And also all the humans seem to be gone, too. Yeah, uh, who will, wants a ham summon? Huh? It will, look, it's not going to make any sense. <laughs> but it, I did love the designs of... Donald, so Goofy, cool. and Sora as toys. That yeah. didn't happen as much as you think in Kingdom Hearts, where they get like animal designs or Tron yeah. designs, and now they're just they're they're the Steve Japanese Willy. action figures. Well, it's it's almost good. like a Disney Infinity design because yeah. like all those characters were designed to look like action figures. The mm. the worst part of the trailer though was like, man, I'm so excited for Toy Story being in this thing, cool. And then they say like it what <laughs> he says it was a guy in a black cloak. Organization 13 was here. I was no! like, no, no. <laughs> I got to play like four fucking Nintendo DS games to understand what that means. <laughs> uh, well, a JRPG you're more likely to play in 2018 Ooh. is Nino Kuni 2, hey. which was delayed in until 2018. Yes, it was supposed to be a November release. Got moved to. I saw that coming. And right. Level 5 is going to want to do some I, I want to find the cutoff age where, like, I'm officially like. It, there's a delay. Great. Yeah. That's how busy. I feel all the time. Awesome. Yeah. Take as much mm-hmm. time as you need. No, you know, like, I've got Kuni a huge is, pile of games yeah. I still need to play. Nino yeah. Kuni is another game where I'm like, well, where is the remastered version? I, I w- if, you, if you gave me $15 to buy 
like a, a PS4 version that I don't have to lug out another console. There to play. is no need to remaster that game. Like, it every, looks no, great and will never every PS3 exclusive that was worth <laughs> yes! a damn needs to get remastered for no. PS4. There's no There's HDR no compatibility. It's like it, it shows a style yeah. uh-huh. which makes it look really cool and makes it, in yeah. my opinion, infinitely port dashable. As Michael said before, to replace a PS3 is still. Weirdly expensive. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's one hundred seventy dollars they wanted for me. Like my like, PS, I, I just don't have my a PS3, PS3 will crash within five minutes unless I point my a fan directly at it, and in that case, <laughs> it's fine. But otherwise, wow. it's like so I PS3 superstitious. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> uh, and moving on to uh, uh, Western RPGs, uh, Bioware general manager and the original director of Anthem, Aaron Flynn, is leaving Bioware, and Casey Hudson, who uh, was one of the directors on Mass Effect 3, is returning to replace him. He left after Mass Effect 3 three years ago, and now is back. How big a check did they have to write him to come back? Uh, I interpret this as very bad. Uh, yeah, pretty bad. I don't know, but if you're Anthem, getting a, the director of one of your best games to come back, that's an Anthem looked great at E3. Yeah, but so he um, left for a reason, mm. and like, and was invited back to give people more faith in a company that yeah. EA really could. needs it. Yeah, and it sucks because well, it's just one bad mistake. It's one misstep. Yeah. When you hear that story behind Andromeda, yeah, which hard. I find very believable. That they, I wonder if a thing happened now in the development of <laughs> Anthem that like. The dude would quit because he's like, this is going to turn into another Andromeda situation, and I'm not staying for it. Yeah, yeah I want to be employable someplace else. I'm not going to be behind one more fiasco. Yeah. And if you want to write, uh, lure this guy back who was not in the top spot mm-hmm. uh, for a giant check, go for it. Anthem Anthem is do or die for Mass Effect. Uh, sorry, for Bioware's rep. It shouldn't be like, like that. It shouldn't be like that. After Andromeda, they need... Anthem's got Andromeda. to... Well, I mean, okay. It's not make or break because... If they then announce Dragon Age, the yeah. next one, people will be hyped for that. But they're they're running out of uh, they're running out yeah. of goodwill. Jade Empire, maybe. Uh, Remember, they're great. still making that Kotor money. <laughs> oh, sorry, that that caught. Yes. Sonic Chronicles caught. Two. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Brotherhood. Sega can't afford that. The Darkest Brotherhood. And uh, one thing that you left off your list, Dave, was Atari's new Atari that Box shit. console. Which uh, apparently I have no will... idea what the hell that is. Actually. Uh, they, they haven't really said exactly so, what it is. They, they said that like I'll know what it is. It's got a bunch of classic games on it, but you can apparently download stuff. And it's bo- add like you can stuff. play new games on it. I don't yeah. get it. I, I I would like if I worked in the games industry, and I sort of wish I did, so I could study who is in charge of Atari and who are they <laughs> trying to reach. So what it apparently, looks like the the name got bought off from Infogrames. Did. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It is not Atari. It's somebody in our Facebook group was great. It was like, it was just a picture of space, space Ghost turning to the camera, like, it's not really Atari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, and it's like, I got the joke. Well, it was so yeah, hard. I mean, Atari was like, it was Atari. Yeah. Then it got bought out by Time Warner, which failed, sold it to yeah. Commodore. Commodore sold it to uh, Infogrames. I think Atari, there might have been someone. No, in it was Infogrames, and then yeah. Midway. Uh, they had some partnership with Midway. Well, who had erased? Like um, they did, didn't. I mean, they didn't alone had a dark until, game like yeah. a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Who published that? Was that? I mean, no. somebody got it after that. It's also uh, when they did that haunted house game. Uh, but but Atari, oh, yeah, Atari is a and Yars Revenge for we. But Atari is a floating name, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. so depending on who these people want to reach, one it is it is an internet connected NES mini for Atari games. 
which I was on a show with with, with Jeremy Parrish and Retronauts, and I didn't want to correct him. There are some good Atari games. I'm saying no. There are none. Also, you can buy like three or four different models of the Atari Flash. You can down you can download them with your mind. Like yeah. the, the, those games don't take any fucking like. There's so like if they're they're going to create this box where you can play old Atari games. I have a feeling it's to appeal to old Atari I mean, fans. It's an attractive box. It has the form looks, factor of the old twenty six hundred that looks like it was wrapped in like a. It looks great. A, plastic yeah. wire it or has something. two different models one with a wood finish which if you were yeah. born in the 80s that means something and the other was a red and black finish but it is an ouya mixed with to me an nes mini yeah. an nes mini with microtransactions uh, like i don't know that every part of that sentence makes me want to i don't know that hey maybe it does have pong and pitfall mm. on the fucking system that's right. That 1K game might yeah. be installed in the system, but like, what? There, there are three old Atari games worth playing: Pitfall, Yars Revenge, I've, and ET. I've written Word That's Docs. Right, I said ET. I've written Word Docs that are bigger files than those I mean, Atari games. Yes, you're the yeah. only one here I know is watching Silicon Valley. Yeah, this is Ned Ryerson's The Box. Yes, for, for, for <laughs> fucking like for pre-generation Xers. Yeah. So, it, like, if that's your plan to like get Atari fans in, so oh, they start adventure. So they start downloading new games yeah. with on a Steam interface or with, with like on, oh, on an yeah. Android platform, and, and that failed. So then they have to get six cents to make VR for it. But that's Ouya showed yes. us that you watch Silicon Valley, you'll get that joke. Yes, it's just a trend. Uh, <laughs> VR ready. <laughs> the thing I liked about the Atari box, the only thing I like about it really is that they did get the wood paneling. I, on it. Dude, yeah. I might buy it, but it is. It is one of the most cynical things well, I've ever seen. I mean, seen. this is all just speculation on our parts because we haven't actually seen what is going to be I've been, for it. I've been following this for a long time. Okay. <laughs> well, since since it was announced at E3 because it kind of fell under the yeah. radar. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's nothing else this can be because they're not talking about developing games. They're talking about re-releasing games and yeah. then tying in with, an, I would guess, an Android platform where you can download games and play them on your television. If, you're, if your goal is... I don't remember what Atari's install base was, but if your goal is to like reach people... like Let's say a, a less savvy Dan Amrick. <laughs> Jesus, that's going to sound terrible. Like, but he's the only one I know who like has genuine affection for Atari yeah. games. And then get them in an ecosystem where they buy games. I can understand you could sell that to people, but it makes no sense to people like us who continue to play games and have a billion systems to play games. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. I'm fascinated by this. I will follow this... <laughs> Alval, every detail of this goddamn new Atari console. It looks ridiculous. It is fascinating. It, it looks ridiculous. So Nintendo somehow miraculously. They should call it the Mare McCheese because yeah. that's now, the exact. Thing. If if they have like shit from every Atari console, if it's not just the twenty six hundred mm. stuff we've come to expect, but also fifty two hundred. Yeah. Uh, Fucking Lynx Jaguar. That ST720 with the Bumblebee yeah. skateboard shit. Yeah. That's right. Two people in the audience give me, get me. Give me fucking wow. Cybermorph and Cybermorph and Kasumi Ninja and fucking Gauntlet the Third Encounter or whatever for Lynx. Like, I wow. will be down with that you could shit. Put every game ever on any. Every single Atari console on that thing. Yep. I'd still rather have the thirty games that are on the uh, Super Nintendo yeah. Classic. It is, oh, it is I'd rather true. have four of those games. One of yeah. those games. <laughs> Star Fox Two. Just give me Star Fox Good Two. I am so ga- curious. Good Atari uh, games are a myth. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're just a myth. When you were born after the Atari was released, it, it you I just have no nostalgia for it. Can't. Lie. I've seen they, more. I've seen um. I've seen more silent movies yeah. than everybody listening has seen Planet of the Apes movies. <laughs> And like, 
some of those things aren't worth revisiting. It's people trying to figure out a new one. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> and th- this entire platform is just dependent on there not being enough Super Nintendo classics. Because if there were, then no one would want. That's this. why it exists. But yeah. it, but also, but it, it's not a bad idea. I don't know. Like I cannot wait to see because it. it's supposed to be out this fall. Uh, we'll, yeah. see. we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. It might save Sears. <laughs> let's, let's try. Let's try. Uh, so let's move on to the community segment, which, as always, is segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was: If you could pick a musician to perform a song in a video game sequel, who? And what series would it be? Hank, do you have an answer for this? Uh, boy, off the top of my head, I just because I've been listening to the Steven Universe soundtrack on repeat, I would just say I'd want to hear Rebecca Sugar do a song for Portal 3. Let's Ooh. say that. Like her, hmm. her, her voice. Oh, God, I just love her voice. If so anybody much. wants to send me that Comic Con exclusive seven inch LP, mm-hmm. uh, I, I do love her uh, her her ending theme oh. for OKKO. OK yeah, yeah, it's, 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 so it's, it's just talking about how it? animation works. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the OKKO? OK no, I've through? just seen that that ending okay. sequence. Any gamer should watch OKKO. OK it, it looks great, it's man. Beautiful. It's available for free to watch. It's coming soon to Cartoon Network. Get on that Cartoon Network uh, app if you want to watch it now. Mm-hmm. So first respond in the forums was Frankly Man, who said the smart answer would be someone like Anamanaguchi in a Mega Man sequel. Ooh. I agree. However, since we all hate life, it has to be Smash Mouth does Alfred Chicken. Somebody <laughs> grab the watering can and save my girlfriend. <laughs> get- I'm really, really, really cool. All right, now cut to second shin. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Joey Jojo said, Joey Jojo! We're long overdue for a new Tactics Ogre game, which is the series Final Fantasy Tactics eventually overtook, and a new one w- should finally include some music from Queen! After subtitling ah, basically yes. every game in the series after a Queen track, I think the franchise deserves the real thing. If Flash Gordon and the Highlander can get <laughs> the Queen treatment, then surely Tactics Overslash Ogre Battle is deserving as well. Queen the, needs to be in everything. Isn't the person touring the Bring Queen Freddie like an, Mercury back to life. It's like an American Idol runner-up? Or, I think It's so. been a long time I since I checked in. <laughs> the on last this. time I heard about Queen was that uh, that Sacha Baron Cohen had dropped out of the movie basically saying mm. they wanted to make the Freddie Mercury movie about, about everybody else. He's like, dude, they don't People care about Freddie Mercury. But what care. about the long-haired bassist? I but, love Brian May. Brian yeah. May is is one of the greatest guitarists of rock history. Uh, although, shit, that is, I hadn't heard about that. That is some inspired casting. If I was going to pick anyone to play Freddie Mercury, yeah. it would be Sasha Baron Cohen. Well, he dropped out, but they... You know, I'm going to look up who they just the cast. The dude can rock a mustache and bad teeth. Like, <laughs> yeah. better than anybody. Uh, Lightwatch said, Well, I finally got ar- around to playing Bioshock Remastered, and although that game's soundtrack mostly consists of songs from the 50s, I think some slower 1970 songs would fit right into. I can easily envision dark and spooky vistas of rapture flowing and fading across the screen while Imagine by John Lennon or Since I've Been Loving You by Led Zeppelin echoes in the background. Bottom line, 
2K and Ken Levine should make another underwater Bioshock featuring 1970s music. Wonderful. Ah, so Freddie Mercury is going to be played by the uh, the star of Until Dawn, Rami Malek. Oh, that's oh, pretty great robot. casting. That's well, interesting I casting. never imagined Freddie Mercury that intense. Mm. Yeah. I only know him from Until Dawn. I don't yeah. know this. It's, it's like, like Ro- Penny Roman is quite good. When he says, that's I don't like part. Star Wars, I'm going to believe him. Uh, USS Enterprise NCC 1701T Snuts. Sorry, it brought me to my knees. Very funny. Uh, in the sequel, nobody asks for Bruce Willis returns to the Dynamite Cop <laughs> franchise and does the whole soundtrack as hit yes. musical alter ego Bruno in Die Hard as Brucey Needs a New Boat. <laughs> I love that. Nice. I saw that. I, for some reason, I got in a kick. I, like, Kevin Smith did all those, like, an evening with Kevin Smith. Come ask me a question. I'll tell you about the movie business. Mm-hmm. The movie business won't allow him back, so those things are crystallized in time. Uh, but the, the last one was like, somebody asked him one question. What was it like to work with Bruce Willis? And for 90 <laughs> minutes, he tears that motherfucker <laughs> apart. And that shit is gone from the internet. I couldn't Aww, find it. Wow. I could not find it. Uh, Hank, I want to tag team this one. I'll read the name of the guy. You read the comment, because the comment's way more up your alley. But oh, okay. Please, Mr. Smells Like Pizza is my father. I'm Chris, says. <laughs> okay, let me set the scene. You are sitting in front of your PS4, all excited to start up Sucker Punch's hotly anticipated Spider-Man game. Oh, yeah. And as soon as all the logos fade out, Mr. Big Swing Time <laughs> returns in all its shitty Sega CD glory. Swing Time. A shout out to Dang, Mr. Big. I know they're listening. I was just listening to that myself. <laughs> uh, some pants on. Was Mr. Big also dated the Sonic Adventure 2 theme, or is that a no, different? No, no, no. Well, it was really just the lead singer of Mr. Big. It wasn't yes, all yeah. Mr. Big. You can learn all about it in the Sega CD interview with Spencer Nielsen uh, episode of VG Empire. VG Empire. Wow. Maybe it'll come back if you listen to it. Um, Conritter said, uh, after all the jokes they made, South Park the Fractured Butthole. Should have Lord perform a song. <laughs> I say either she does a, a jokey song sounding like Randy or her own cover of the theme turned up uh, 500% in her style. Lord, Lord, Lord yeah, did yeah, yeah. do that song. Actually, no, Sia did that song, which mm. is crazy. That was, they, that was Sia. That was Sia. The like the the girl going the f- feeling good on a Wednesday. Yeah, that that was all Sia. I could have sworn Lord did that. That was nope. Sia. Yeah. God damn that woman is perplexing. <laughs> Uh, Kenny Riot said, "Answer to the question of the week. I'd love to hear drum and bass vocalist Jenna G. I don't know who that is. Mm. Sing an intro theme to a Ridge Racer game that harkened back to the PS1 era of that series, specifically Ridge Racer Type Four. What does Jenna G sound like? Here's an example." Taking back to a CS1 era with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally see that. I, I Get can, ready. I can start your end. I can see myself Go. flying past Red Bull logo. <laughs> right Second now. lap. <laughs> Alright. You beat Galaga, you get an extra car. That is that is the most '90s PlayStation era music. That, uh, no Gallatin oh, Carhartt uh, responses because uh, yeah. he draw he really draws the controversial blowjob stories out of me. <laughs> he really uh, does. Uh, but Cody Laveau uh, submitted something. What's up, Vigi Game Apocalypse? It's uh, the Cage Crypter Cody Laveau again. I'm out here in the wilderness. You can see, and uh, this is a raccoon. Say hi. Oh my! That's a raccoon. 
I don't know if he was under Chris's porch or not. But we're going to let him go here in just a minute. But first, the question of the week. It was, um, what musician would I want to see um, in a series, video game, right? Uh, the new Far Cry looks really good. It looks yes, like it's it going to be out in the West, and there's going to be a lot of wide open space and buffalo and all kinds money of cool off North American Twice. wildlife, which I love. And uh, I've always been fond of country music that doesn't um, toe the country music line, that doesn't get too rednecky. So I'd love to see somebody like Charlie Daniels or uh, Chris Stapleton, maybe, who um, give just a good anthem about loving the United States but isn't afraid about questioning uh, sort of its moral values, right? Like a good protest song, a good fight song for standing up for what you believe in. Maybe uh, Coward of the County by Kenny Rogers, right? Awesome. (laughs) Anyway, let's let this guy go. That raccoon is gone! Come on, little guy. Look at him go. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, we'll see you next week, all right? Uh, does that right? anybody this time? in the community want to top letting a raccoon go and smoking yeah. a pipe? Uh, while yeah, while right, telling right. you the story. Really uh, challenging Galton for I, our yeah, nature I, I think uh, more, of, more of our community should step up doing like uh, fun outdoor stuff that uh, makes us feel bad about our pasty suburban lives. Gallatin Carhartt, I, I am not a horse expert, but I see a lot of unseminated fillies. And uninseminated fillies uh, in there. Are you volunteering? No, I wanted to do it while telling us which one is his favorite Final Fantasy game. This is my favorite pre-order. Okay. <laughs> like while wrist deep in a... Jesus. Uh, <laughs> That's oh, how boy. they get inseminated. You grow yes, up, yeah. grow up. You're just talking about the facts. It's yes, facts. Henry with a lot yeah. of boom boom flying yeah. around, like a big, like 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 Dookie, dookie rings around hey, the what's elbow. This week's question of the week. What's uh, what's that? What is your favorite moment in Metal Gear? I think, other than uh, my fond memories of the first Metal Gear Solid and, and listening to. Uh, uh, my ex-girlfriend at the time talked about how, like, every time that the guards would say, return to your positions, she'd hear it as, You're, we're cardio physicians. <laughs> uh, I, I think my favorite is uh, learning to like the song Only Time Will Tell, which has a badass 80s hard rock intro and then turns into a uh, kind of squishy ballad. But learning to love that while uh, raiding the airport in Africa in pouring rain uh, is just such a standout uh, moment for me. But uh, I'm sure all of you have more relatable ones, so someone else go. Uh, I mean, I mentioned before, but the the end battle in Metal Gear Solid 3, mm-hmm. not knowing what I was in store for, and because I play a uh, pacifist sort of style where I won't kill anyone, I have to slowly chase after this guy, use tons of tools, like uh, most of the tools at my disposal, and the end result is I either miss him and spend another 15 minutes chasing him again to the next spot, or I take off a fraction of his health. Like, just this war of attrition where it's like, I have to hunker down and like, I'm going to beat this guy. It's going to take me a while, but I'm going to fucking beat this guy. Mm. I, I would say Psycho Mantis. Yeah. Because outside of a Mario Party game, mm-hmm. no one has ever asked me to physically adjust 
what I'm doing in a game. It was fucking yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think anybody could ever and, do that again because it only gets sillier. And putting that controller down and seeing it respond yeah. exactly to his arm movements <laughs> it on was screen. Insane. I'm going to make this controller do the hammer dance. And like it's easy to forget because it's so impressive that he moves your controller and he reads your sees what games you've been playing by Konami that he also analyzes your play style mm. up to that point like you're very cautious mm-hmm. and uh, and and depending on like how often you've saved you how fucking you've suck been. at this yeah. it's weird because they're, they're, you died constantly there are games that have AI that do account for this but they don't say it to you uh-huh. mm. it, it, I don't know you'll never be able to recreate this moment but like that yeah. that to me is the defining middle game did I, did I say Metal mine was Gear. in Metal Gear Solid 5? I felt like that was weird. What was it? The uh, learning to enjoy only time will tell. Oh, ah, okay. My, my well, my favorite moment really is the salute at the end of 3 and how they bring it back, yeah. the salute yeah. to the, the graves. But my other favorite moment is in Ground Zeroes, actually, the... Uh, hearing the "Here's to You" song Ooh, by yeah. Ennio Morricone oh, and yeah. Joan Baez as you're mm. carrying uh, people away out of the uh, out of captivity, mm-hmm. "Here's to You," yeah. and just also when Skullface is removing the 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 tags off of shit, like it's so cool. Like so, a Tarantino movie too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Uh, Oh, man, which Tarantino film was yeah, it? I remember it from a Wes Deep Anderson Blade. film too. But oh, that's the one I'm thinking. Yeah, it's Sorry. it's a song about Sacco and Vanzetti. Uh, who, oh yeah, yeah, here's to you, and Bard. Stay forever here in our hearts. The last and do not let moment people know you have interest outside Baez, video games. Right? They're gonna get real yes. mad. Joan, Joan Baez singing a song by Ennio yeah. Morricone, and and the cover version of "Man Who Sold the World" that plays at the mm. beginning of Phantom yeah. Pain. That's mm. such an amazing thing. Partly because it has like that sort of almost like grinding industrial rhythm to it, so it's like you feel like okay, this is the just steady grind of trying to recover mm. from nine years mm. in a coma. And I think. I have really loved many video game trailers, but I don't think I have felt as many, like, goosebumps watching a trailer than when I saw the Phantom Pain reveal trailer set to the garbage song, like, and just, it was because I, it partially is because I was at GDC in the audience for it when, (laughs) when Kojima revealed it in person, but... Oh, just the, the the slow sound effect moment, the reveal that it had been nine years that he'd been in a coma, that like the escaping, the, it was just so amazing. I, I love that. <laughs> I worked at a publisher at at these venues and like, so, like, okay, when you hear a trailer for the 70th time, you start to go insane. And we would always hope for like, and then dial Steam and come and save us. <laughs> and it's always good. But then we were across the street from the Metal Gear with the, uh, uh-huh. like, the, that trailer at E3. Yeah, like, so every time it came on, like, we are like, let's watch it again. Yeah, yeah. Let's watch it right now. And, uh, it, like, yeah. it, it was so good. So what's your favorite Metal Gear moment? Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to start the thread by asking and answering the question gets read first on next week's show. Alternately, you can go to episode 223 at com. Answer in the comments. Alternately, answer in the Laser Time community Facebook, Facebook group. Yeah. So anyway, that's been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. 
Who's got some plugs? Hank. I'll go first. Hey, a special you guest. Should, you should follow me on Twitter, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G. I do tweet about games a lot. I was just talking about how uh, my favorite uh, Dragon Quest game, Dragon Quest V, the DS remake just turned nine years old, and I can't oh. believe that. If you love Chrono Trigger, you should play that game. But anyway, follow me on Twitter there. But really, what you should do is listen to Talking Simpsons, the podcast I do every week with Bob Mackie and Chris Antista and other guests sometimes, where we go through every episode of The Simpsons chronologically, and we are now into season six. It's a good time to listen to the podcast, and we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons with a ton of extras, including the soon-to-premiere Talking Critic, which Mr. Michael Raparez is a constant guest on. Oh, yes. He stinks. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm uh, the worst. Well, in uh, one year's time, you can hear about that uh, Dragon Quest game on 302010, <laughs> uh, where we talk about the pop culture, movies, music, TV shows, and games. RoboCop is 30, and yes. if you haven't seen it, you owe it, and you're listening this far into the video game show, you owe it to yourself but to we, see RoboCop. We talk How about crazy is it that RoboCop and Metal Gear are the same? That's game. nuts! Wow. The it same is. week! Yeah. Fuck. But yeah, we it's talk about every given week shit. from uh, 1987, 97, and 2007. It's fucking delicious. Featuring Michael's way, 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 way cooler half. She's so much cooler than me. Yeah. Better on my. She brings a dog yeah. here. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I, it, it's just, I don't even know why you keep inviting me back yeah. for this show. Motherfucker, where's the dog at? Yeah. Uh, right? Show me the where's Steve. The dog? Where are <laughs> my dogs at? Uh, and laser time, of course. Uh, we have some fun stuff in store for you. Hey. MST3K fans, I'm going to need you next week. Two days time, we got a really, really cool it. thing, and we're going to do we're going to celebrate it all week on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/LaserTime. You can see us play Fire Pro Wrestling there and wow. some other shitty games uh, related to things we've been talking about lately. So, mm-hmm. love you guys. Red. Well, that's been our show. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Or me personally at Wikiparas, and uh, as always, that's AZ, not easy in Wikiparas. Easy is an ebook spot that is also fun to follow. Yeah. Follow them too. And but, Laser Time ebooks. Yeah, and Laser Time ebooks. Follow, follow them, they need more followers. Uh, anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yes, sir. My unit should become activated soon. Right on schedule. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Goodbye, Mr. President.